Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Presents the Think Tank Podcast. And now, coming to you pre recorded, deep undercover in the world's deepest, darkest, most secure, Hadron Collider and Nuclear Bomb Tested and Approved Doomsday Bunker. Here is Ryan the Area Man. Hey, bro. What's up, dude? So we haven't done one of these in a long time. Mm-mm. Kind of uh, took a break on all this. I forgot how to do it. Yeah, so we'll just do it, I guess. Do I just talk into the microphone? I think so. Okay. Um, can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me? I asked you a question as you take a drink. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, were you talking? Yeah. I can't hear you. Why? I don't know. For real? No, I'm fucking with you. Okay. That was kind of the joke. Let me turn your earphones up there. Yeah, that's better. I've got the coronavirus. I can't hear. That's, <laughs> that's part of coronavirus is you can't hear. Is it? That's Apparently, what, it's also that you, you shit constantly. Yeah, that's what I'm going to tell people now. I, because I can't hear nothing. <laughs> I just consider that like uh, selective hearing. It could be. Or I'm just trying to tell a narrative. I hear what I want to hear. That's what I have. Um, so we're going to do this think tank. We haven't done one in a long time. And prior to actually doing one, we did a bunch of, like, uh, just videos. Yeah. Or, well, I played video audio. Audio from videos that I thought were interesting. Um, because ultimately the decision was that I made. David didn't have anything to do with this decision. But I decided that I kind of needed to back away take a break yeah. from everything. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the virus or you know, it just I just needed to take a break from doing them. But now, we have this whole fucking coronavirus pandemic as the, the news yeah. is calling it. And uh, the last major thing was like the Epstein thing. Really, that's probably yeah. the last thing yeah. we did live on this show. And then it was a bunch of audio things to kind of keep it going for a while but then we took a break altogether and now we're back because the next big thing it's a it's a pandemic dave and it's not unfortunately i know people are like but people are dying okay well let's go by the numbers shall we yes so let's see well do we want to get your perspective first like what you think's going on and then go into it you can do it throughout the show i think we'll do it throughout the show okay i think i think a good spot to start is looking at the numbers of people that have gotten it Mm -hmm. 
and died from it and all this because, I mean, we need to see, I, I think we need our basis because everybody's heard of this. If you watched any news, they're calling it a pandemic. Yeah. All they're showing you are stores, stores being emptied out, mm-hmm. people with fucking 18,000 things of toilet paper in their grocery carts, right. people getting in fistfights. Literally, this morning before you got here, I saw a thing on, uh, what was it, I Twitter or something like that, of a, was it a Walmart? In or, Ohio? A, yeah. It's fo- It's fake. Is that? Mm-hmm. That was all fake? With the three people dead and uh, 213 arrested? Arrests. Yeah. And I thought, well, that's kind of ridiculous if that's the case. But I did see a, a video of a fist fight. Uh, it was probably four days ago. It was, that was at a Walmart somewhere. In the produce section, right? Yeah. Two and girls the, or the, three girls or something like that? No, it was a dude oh. had got his ass whooped or something, and he was on the floor all bloody. That's a different video because I saw one. Yeah. I think it was oh, two the, or three there women. Was, there's women that – well, there's been fights. I mean, that we that, but there's usually fights on Black Friday. Right. I mean, that's uncommon or, or not uncommon. That is very common Yeah. when there's like a rush to go get shit. People are rushing, but a lot of this is being created by the media. The media hype, man. And, and, and okay, I said this on a different show, but I think it's worth mentioning here while I'm pulling up the numbers, is the news crew that went into a grocery store, emptied off the shelves, so the news reporter could stand in front of the empty shelves and say, everything's being bought up. Did you see, did, where'd you see that picture at? I'll find it. Yeah, find that picture. I want to see it. Send it to me or something. Okay. I need. We need like an assistant to be pulling up different things for us today. I know. Um, Yeah, it's weird because like we've been hearing about it from the other countries for such a long time, and then all of a sudden, bam! It's here. It's here with the vengeance. Everyone's fucking dying. Everyone's gonna die. Okay. Here. Well, when you do the Google search, all you see are the empty shelves. I wonder if it's on my phone. Um, let's see if I can find the the picture of... So what it is is you see the camera guy, which is funny because uh, you had mentioned uh, on the other show the, the news reporter in full, like, yeah. fucking outbreak garb. In front of the camera, and the camera guy standing behind the camera in just regular clothes. Like, okay, so it's so bad, the reporter needs to be in everything, but the camera guy's fine? You know what I mean? Like, it's ridiculous. It is. Um, the other thing is the, uh, so yeah, the picture I'm trying to find, it might be on my phone. I don't, I don't know how to find it on Google, you know. Right. Google's broken, so, um... It's fine. Forget it. But, Go on to the But they, they fucking, they emptied off the shelves. So similar to like one of these top pictures, but not like the full thing. Like they did like a section, like, right. uh, you know, just a section, kind of like this. They emptied it off, did the shot in just an angle where you wouldn't see those things like in the back there. Like you wouldn't right. see right. the other stuff. And they did it, it, but you see the reporter in front of that, the camera guy, and then you see... All this shit stacked up by the camera guy behind the camera, and then they put it all back on the shelves when they're done. It's like, that's bullshit. That's a fake fucking thing. Yeah. Let's see. Let me do this. 
This is similar to the picture I saw. It's too small. But, I can't tell. But there's. Let's see. I don't know how to make it bigger. That's what she said. It kind of looked like this, but this looks like a different picture. But same concept, yeah, I guess. Yeah, same concept. Anyway, your stats. Pull up your stats. All right, let's go. I gotta go back. Get out of photos here. (laughs) Images. Go back to the fucking search. Okay. Let's do as of today. You're on images too. I don't know if you saw images or not. Okay, and it's racist to call it the Chinese virus. Yeah. That's bullshit as well. Anybody? Okay, I'm just going to I'm gonna be an asshole in this episode. Anybody mm-hmm. that wants to say that the, calling it the Chinese virus is racist, you're an idiot. Was calling it the Spanish flu racist? Right. Was calling it SARS racist? Because you know what SARS stands for. Every single fucking virus that is major is named after where it was originated from. from. Mm -hmm. Hence, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan virus. But these are only people that hate Trump, so they have to fucking go against him. So fuck off, all of you people. You're stupid. If you're one of, and these are the same assholes that went and got toilet paper. 18 Mm -hmm. fucking carts of toilet paper. You're all fucking idiots. I'm sorry, you are. You're just fucking idiots. All right. As of today, March 20th, 2020. We'll just put the date out there. Um, Coronavirus cases. Is this by... uh, Is this this worldwide or is this... Yep, this is worldwide. Okay. 2,000... Wait, 2,000. 258,479. Okay. Deaths, 10,544. Here's a key number, though. Recovered, 89,922. That's a number you're not going to hear anybody That's report. Nine times more than the deaths. So let's do some math. You have a calculator I do over have there, a Calculator. Dave? Yep. All right. Active cases. So, well, here's some. Actually, here's our. I think there's the percentages right here. So active cases, one hundred fifty-eight thousand thirteen. Uh, one hundred fifty thousand five hundred forty-six are considered mild condition. That's 95% of the currently infected patients, and they're considered mild. So there's about 8,000. Well, 74. 7,400? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right here, right next to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was trying to do the math based on these, but yeah, yeah the number's right, right here. There, so yeah. 5% or 7,467 are in con- uh, considered serious or critical. Yeah. All right. Closed cases, 100,466. 89,922, which is the recovered, have been discharged or recovered. That's 90%. And then there's 10,544 deaths. That's, that's, uh, sorry, I said 90%, 10%. Did I just fuck all that up? Yeah, but I think they got what you were saying. Okay. So, what I want to do, and then maybe the numbers are here. So, January 22nd, there was, 17 deaths, and then as we go up to 
February 1st, there was 304 deaths. This is total. Mm-hmm. All right. And we'll go to February 15th, 1,669. We'll go to, say, March 8th, 3,827. And then to March 19th, 10,031. And obviously it's, where is it now? 10,544. So the number's increasing, right? Yep. Um, total cases as of January 22nd was 580. We'll go halfway. February 18th, 75,000 to now 244,000. People are thinking, oh my God, it's going crazy. It's just, it's just bad. Like, it kind of sounds bad mm-hmm. when you think about the increased amount of cases and, and all this and how many people died. You know, it sounds bad, right? Right. It sounds like really, really bad. Except, uh, Let's see. Now, Italy has uh, 40,000 less total cases than what China had, but 200 more deaths. So Italy alone is at 3,405 deaths. China's at 3,248 deaths. Um, And the recovery rate in Italy is way less than China. China had uh, 71,150 recovered. Italy's only got 4,440. And then obviously Spain, Iran, Germany, USA. Uh, you know what country's not on that list, Dave? Russia. Isn't that weird? Like, I'm scrolling all the way down all these countries. I haven't seen it yet. No, me either. And it's in order of oh, there it is. cases. They're at 253. Now, now granted... I would say 90% of their country is fucking snow, mm-hmm. and nobody lives there, but they're right next to China, right? Yeah. They only have 253 total cases, 54 new, one death, 12 recovered, 240 active cases. It, I don't understand. Mexico. They're... Hardly anything. Who's got the least? Oh, here we go. Nepal has one, Angola one, Antigua and Barbuda, Cabo Verde, Chad, Djibouti. Djibouti! Djibouti. We should go there, Dave. I'm just curious. We're broadcasting live from Joe Booty. Uh, El Salvador, Fiji, and Gambia each have one. No deaths. What was the last country to have a death? Right there. Sudan. Two cases, one death, one active case. Uh, next, Gabon. Gabon! One death. Caraco, one death. Cayman Islands, one. And there's a shit ton of countries with none. Guatemala, one. Guyana, one. Jamaica, one. Cuba, one. And keep in mind, Cuba, we're at 16 total cases. They had one death. Mm-hmm. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. But if you go to the top, it sounds bad. Like, oh, we had 3,000 deaths. We had fucking 1,000 deaths. Uh, USA is at 219 deaths. We have 16,067 cases. Now, with 16,067 cases, Dave, Mm -hmm. 219 deaths in the entire United States, does that justify shutting down Las Vegas? No. Shutting down casinos, shutting down uh, every sporting event, shutting down the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, the NFL, uh, 
fucking uh, pro bowling movies. Movies. Is it? Does two hundred nineteen deaths and sixteen thousand total cases justify that? I don't think so. No. Because the next number I want to look up is the flu. Flu deaths by the numbers as of today. Let's see. I don't want estimates. I want actual numbers. So here's the weekly U.S. CDC thing here. Are we going to get numbers? Are we going to... I want like a year. I don't want just this week. Can I get a time span, though? <laughs> Maybe I need to put that in my future. Let's see here. I should have had all this ready, but we just wanted to jump right into it, so... I want a time span. I want from like 2017 to 2018. 2017 to 20. That's, we'll, we'll go even a couple years ago. All right? Yeah. Okay. According to an estimate by the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, there were approximately 45 million cases of the flu in the United States during the 2017 2018 influenza season. Now, I don't know how long the season is, but. The season. Long enough to get 80 games in. Okay. <laughs> Resulting in an estimated 810,000 flu-associated hospitalizations and an estimated 61,000 flu-associated deaths. Now, can we go back to the coronavirus? Yeah. What was our numbers, Dave? 10,000 deaths. So we have 258,000 cases worldwide, mm -hmm. 10,000 deaths in a flu season in 2017 to 2018, we have 810,000 flu-associated hospitalizations, 61,000 deaths. 45, 45 million active cases. Yeah, and 45 million cases of the flu. Yeah. So, so basically, 45 million flu, coronavirus? 258,000. 258,000. Uh, 61,000 deaths, flu deaths. 10,000 coronavirus deaths. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't... Okay. Dave, every flu season, yep. they they shut down the NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, and all that, right? No. W w what do you mean? I mean, they've never done this before. Y yeah, but... anything. Yeah, but the coronavirus is a pandemic. I know. E except the flu has staggering numbers in comparison. Right. Yet nobody ever shuts it down. There is Well, here, if you look do at this map, Well, Dave. if you look if you if you look at how many we have now and we've only looked at it for a couple of weeks, but do a full year of it, oh my god. Well, then, let's yeah, do that totally math. Totally pandemic. No, no. <laughs> let's do that math. Seriously. All right. Uh, what are we doing? and do the math. Here, that's what I'm looking for. I was like, where the fuck's my little pad of paper? Uh, let's do this. Let's take 45 million cases of the flu. So 45 million. Oh, no, wait. Stop. Take the 45 million out. Okay. Let's say the flu season. We'll just go a full 12 months. All right. Okay. We're, we're going to fucking... All right. Now let's take... How long has the coronavirus been around? Since January I think, 11th, I think? I think so, yeah. 
So January 11th to March 11th. Oh, mm-hmm. we can actually find out how many we had as of March 11th. Total cases, right? Yeah. So as of March 11th, we were at... So from January... Well, it's saying January 22nd here. But I think... I think the first case was reported on like January 11th, 12th, or 13th, something like that. Well, so do February 11th. That's one month. All right. So, 40, f- so 45,000, how many? 134? 134. Times 12, right? Time, well, see, the problem is that it, it goes up. So from February 11th to March 11th, we're at take 126, 214 minus that February 11th number. 45, 134? Yeah. So what is that? God damn it. So 126, 214 minus 145, uh, no, or, or no. 45, 134. Do, two, 16, what, do that one number again. You keep throwing out different numbers. 126. Okay. 126, 126, 214. Got it? Yes, got it. Minus, minus. 45. 134, isn't it? 134. 81,080. All right, so it doubled in one month from February to March. Yep. So it went from January 11th to, let's say, February 11th, 45,000. Then it was another 45 plus another 45 Mm -hmm. to get us to March, okay? And now we're at March 20th, and we have a total active case of 258. So then do... So really, I that's the problem. So is every month it's just going to double, double, double? You know what I mean? That's yeah. why it's hard to figure out like where we're like what the range is. Because in one month it, it went forty five thousand. In two months, it went eighty thousand. It went eighty thousand more than the. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like each month it's going to double, hypothetically. Mm-hmm. That would be every 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 person in the world. By Eventually, the the by the end of the year. So then, it, in that respect, it's worse than the flu. Mm-hmm. If it trends that way, so it's hard to do the numbers. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, so we almost need a. Okay, well, let's do this. Let's figure out the easiest way to fucking do this because I I, I want to see if if this is if the hype is really necessary, based on the numbers. So this is going from January 22nd to February 20th. Let's do, see, the numbers of cases and deaths are, you know, they're both, the line is going. So where were we at on deaths? Let's go with deaths now and see if, okay, so we'll go March 11th. Do the same thing. Do 4,628 mm-hmm. minus uh, February 11th, 1,115. It's like 3,513. Okay. So, once again, it's... That's almost three times as much. Yeah. And then from March 11th to... And that's 46.28 to not a full month later, March 19th, just a few, just like a week, it's 10,031. It's 5,403. Yeah. So... The increasingness would okay. So maybe we need to do. How do you do this math? How do we how do we do a projected 
guesstimation of of how many deaths we would we would end up with in a year's time, let's just say. That's what I'm trying to figure out how we can how we can do that math. How do you do that math? I, I guess know. is my question. I don't know. But now I guess we can also do that same math on recovered and discharged cases. You know what I mean? Right. So if you had 258,479 but 89,000 of those are recovered, that's a 90% rate? Or is that just based on... That's, that's, that's based on based this. Based on the closed cases, yeah. So do... 258,479 minus 89,922? 168,557. Are active mm-hmm. or dead, right? No, it would be active because you subtracted the Well, deaths. no, because... This is total cases. So some of these people are dead. Right, right. Of the total. So you have, what, 100 and something thousand? 168,500. And 10,544 of those are deaths. So yep. take out the deaths from that number. Then you'd get your active case number, I bet you. Probably. Minus 10,544. 158,013. Yep. Okay. So let's see. I feel like I'm too dumb to do this math, but... There's too many numbers in front of us. If... Hmm. That's not going to work either. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is... Is the justification for the hype worth it in comparison? So I think... If we go with what we were trying to do now, if if it's continuing to double and then double and then double and then double every month, then yes. But I don't think I think we're we're panicking pandemic wise, freaking out way too soon, going by the numbers currently we have. If that makes sense. But but are we? See, I, I don't want to tell that narrative if that's not what it is. I want to see. I I just want to see because then I want to base it on. So let's say what was there in the first month? There was how many cases? Let's just go with cases. Forty five thousand. Forty five thousand. We're just going to go round number. Forty five thousand in January. Mm-hmm. We're just going to start as though it was January for December through December, just for ease of mm-hmm. understanding. So in January we had forty five thousand. Then we go. Forty-five thousand plus forty-five thousand for February. Right. That puts us at one hundred thirty-five thousand total. Mm-hmm. Now we need to do plus what's forty-five, forty-five, and forty-five. That's it, right there. One thirty-five plus one thirty-five because that's so. Now each each month we're gonna go. Just basically multiplied up by two. Yeah, we're going to take 45,000 times that month. So January's one, February's two, March is three. So really we should be able to just go to December, which is 12, 12 times. Oh, see, we needed the total for each month. It's You, you just multiply it by two every time. Yeah, but we had to like write this shit down because we need the total for each. We need each month's total and then add up the total. So, do you want to do the calculator or do you want me to? I'll do the calculator. All right. So, 
January, we're at 45,000, right? Yep. February, so you need 45 times 2. 90. March times 3, 135, right? Oops, hold on. 45,000 times 3, 135. All right. April, 45 times 4. 180. 45 times 5. This is April, May. 225,000. 275,000. Okay. 375,000. Okay. 495,000. 540,000. In December? Yep. That's 12. Mm-hmm. What no, was, what was no, it? No, that'd be 11. 540,000. Hang on. I got 360 in August, 405 in September, 450 in October, 495 in November, so December would be... You had 495,000? Yeah, I got 495,000. 540. 540? Mm-hmm. And that should be December. That should be through 12, no? Hold on, 12 times 40... Ooh, God damn it. 12 times 45,000. 540,000, yep. Okay. So now, clear out your calculator. Yep. Now we're just going to add up the the one, yep. and then we'll and then we'll add three zeros at the very end. Okay. 45 plus yep. 90 plus 135 plus 180. Hold on, dude. i got to type this shit in. Jesus Christ. Okay. Where are you at? I just did the 180. Plus 225. Okay. Plus 270. Okay. Plus 315. Okay. Plus 360. Okay. Plus 405. Okay. Plus 450. Okay. Plus 495. Okay. Plus 540. 3,510,000. So then once we add the three zeros at the very end. No, why would you do that? Because I did 45,000. I did the number you gave me. No, you didn't do just the front number? No, I did them all. That's what was taking so long to type in problem. Oh, so you were doing the three zeros after yep. each number. Yeah. Oh, okay. So then I don't need to add No, the... that's why I said you don't need it. It's 3.5 million. 3,510,000. Mm-hmm. And that's if... Okay, with all the zeros. Yep. Okay, so I didn't know you were doing that. That's yep. why I was like, why the fuck's it taking so long that's to put, put in those the short... three zeros. Okay. You should have said that. I said that first, but you didn't hear me. Okay. So... By the end of the first year, if the numbers increased, basically doubled each month as they went, mm-hmm. or not doubled, but from January to February, or from uh, yeah, January to February is forty-five. February to March, it's 90. it's an additional eighty or ninety thousand, mm-hmm. and and these are just general. Right. So basically, each month the numbers, uh, inc- you know, I don't know how to say it, but I think people get the concept. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done after one year, we have three three million five hundred and ten deaths. 
3,510 cases. cases. Sorry. <laughs> so let's do the deaths now. So then the flu in a season, whatever the fucking season is, you have 45 million cases. Three million cases to forty-five million cases. That's a big difference. And let's even go one step further to show the difference. That forty-five million is strictly off the United States, isn't it? Yeah, in the United States, not the yeah, entire world. Exactly. And we're doing so, the entire world. Yes, at three million cases. So the fact that we have forty-five million cases of the flu in just the United States during the 2017-2018 influenza season resulting in an estimated 810,000 flu-associated hospitalizations and an estimated 61,000 flu-associated deaths. Those numbers aren't equaling in justification for everything to be shut down. That's ultimately what we were trying to get at. Exactly. And this is, I think, an exaggeration. Mm -hmm. Because I think initially the numbers are doing what they're doing, but I don't think it's going to continue. But if it did... You yeah. still have a lot to go with the coronavirus to even come close to how many people are affected by the flu. Mm-hmm. And we're just doing the United States. Should we find out what it is worldwide? I don't know if we'll be able to. You can try. Let's just see. Oh, maybe it is no, the worldwide it's, number. It's saying the same thing. But it just says in the United States. Yeah. Approximately. Does the world not get it? Just the United States gets it? Oh, well, the whoa, the World Health Organization Who? estimates. The whoa. Who? Whoa. I'm going oh, whoa. It's World Health Organization. Um, between 250,000 and 500,000 people every year is what dies. Right. From the flu. And that's worldwide. So in the United States, it's 61,000 deaths. But in the world, it's between 250 and 500. So now you can probably figure out if you if 61,000 of those between 250 and 500,000 are just United States, then you can figure out the rest of the world, and you can probably figure out then how many cases right. probably. So the point is, if you if it's 45 million cases in the United States, 61,000 deaths, it's probably in the 200 and something million around the world cases. Yeah. yeah. And between 250 and 500,000 deaths worldwide. 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 All right. We have 10,000 deaths worldwide of coronavirus. Based on our cases at 3,500,000 compared to probably worldwide, which is in probably the 200 million mm-hmm. flu cases are probably worldwide. Uh, I don't know, Dave. Why aren't we shutting shit down for the flu, is, is my question. Good if question. if the coronavirus is so bad, then the numbers should be worse than the flu. We don't shut shit down for the flu, and right. it happens every fucking year. Right. And people die every fucking year mm-hmm. from the flu. Mm-hmm. Now, let's let's take a break on the numbers, because I think we've already made that point. And, you know, there's people out there, shut the fuck up. Just wait. <laughs> Let's do this. First time you heard about the coronavirus was about what day? What date? Do you remember hearing about China um, or it was, whatever? It was shortly after I got back from my cruise, so in the middle of January. Okay. Maybe even early February. Okay. So mid to late January, maybe early February mm-hmm. when you first heard the coronavirus. Yeah. Now, what you heard about the coronavirus is this was a new 
virus that had mm-hmm. hit the fucking... Hit China hardcore. Hit China hardcore. And, and I was getting told that people in China were getting killed because of the virus. Like, they would grab them, throw them in the back of a truck, and I think I showed you that video. Um, and they were freaking out. Like, people that in the States here were showing me these videos saying, oh, my God, like, it's really bad in China. Like, this, this disease is fucking terrible. People are getting killed because of it. They're killing all the scientists that were trying to work on finding a vaccine, all the reporters that were reporting on it. Everybody was dying. Like, it was just... Everybody was dying. Anybody that was leaking any information to the, the United States or the world was getting killed or disappearing. So the first time anybody ever heard about it, including you, yep. was in January February. But the weird thing about that, though, dude, is I remember when it all came out, someone posted on my Facebook page a picture of the back of a bottle of Lysol where it clearly states human coronavirus on it. And Lysol kills it. Correct. Which is interesting, and that's what I was getting at, is everybody thinks coronavirus just was created in January Mm -hmm. or maybe December of 2019, and now this is a thing. Lysol wouldn't have gotten it on their fucking bottles and people's bottles that they had from, say, 2017. Right. It it was on these old because it was created in the 1960s. Really, this thing's been around. Human coronavirus first characterized in the 1960s. Yeah. Okay, so it's been around for a long time. Okay, if you just walk down the street and ask anybody, "Hey, uh, do you know when the coronavirus?" Yeah, like fucking month ago. Yeah, no. 2020 is the year coronavirus came out. No, it, it was probably around the same time. JFK was assassinated. Probably. Okay, that was over 50 fucking years ago. What are we going on, 60 years now? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been around for a really long time. So why why now, Dave? Why now is it an issue? I don't know. I'm sure you have a theory on that. I may have a theory on it. I'm guessing it has something to do with politics. Ooh. Is it just because it's me? No, no, because every fucking four years we have a huge fucking virus yeah. outbreak. Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to get into. Ebola, swine flu, SARS, H1N7, fucking up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, BA, select, start, all that shit. Every four years during an election year, there's a fucking huge virus. Now, oh, wait. Let's go to Snopes. I'm sure Snopes will Fuck get us in, uh, in fucking... Is that site even up now that Hillary Clinton's fucking dead? <laughs> Hillary Clinton's dead. Or, or, is that true, Dave? Do you I don't can, know. can you honestly say that? Let's just I, see. I don't know. I want to know what Snopes says. Oops. About the coronavirus. <laughs> I, I'm curious. I haven't coronavirus. I typed that wrong, didn't I? Uh, let's see here. Right there, first page. <laughs> I love Snopes. Such a fucking piece of shit website. Fact checking COVID nineteen. All right, there. First fucking line in late nineteen or late December two thousand nineteen. A new coronavirus was discovered in the Chinese city of Wuhan. As the disease eventually dubbed COVID nineteen spread from that region to the rest of the world, something else came with it—an infodemic of rumors and misinformation. Well, Snopes is going to solve all our problems, Dave. Thank God they're here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, oh. click each one. Okay, well, which one do we want to click? Let's Origins and spread? Here. Let's start with the spread. Okay, this is exciting. I want to see how accurate they really are. 
the novel coronavirus that causes the respiratory disease COVID-19 was first identified in Wuhan, China in 2019 and quickly spread throughout the country and beyond. Its origins and development into a pandemic prompted rumors and misinformation in these investigations by Snopes. Okay. Did a Chinese intelligence officer reveal the truth about the coronavirus outbreak? Snopes says false. A piece of horror fiction was a little too believable for some readers. Did health experts predict new coronavirus could kill 65 million people? Some details from a mock health exercise were confused with real-world reports. That was false. Is coronavirus spreading faster than SARS, Ebola, and swine? It's a mixture, they say. A video clip supposedly showing the exponential spread of a new coronavirus misled some viewers. Did Italy confirm almost 200 coronavirus deaths in 24 hours? That is true, according to Snopes. Did a doctor in Italy warn coronavirus wasn't just a bad flu? Correct attribution. The physician, the quote was, the situation is now nothing short of dramatic, no other words come to mind. Did Chinese doctors confirm African people are genetically resistant to coronavirus? That is false. <laughs> Misinformation about the coronavirus out- outbreak seems to have led or seemed to have traveled farther than the virus itself. Was COVID-19 found in packages of toilet paper? That is false. Oh, is that why everybody freaked out about buying toilet paper right away? I don't know. I don't... Uh, Can contaminated money spread the new coronavirus? The new coronavirus. Um, It it just doesn't say false or true or whatever. It just says news. The World Health Organization has advised people to wash their hands after handling banknotes, which you should be doing anyways. Yeah, no shit. You know how much cocaine's on fucking money? Uh, will warm weather kill coronavirus? Unproven. U.S. President Donald Trump said he hoped the virus would go away in April 2020 because the heat, generally speaking, kills this kind of virus. That's unproven. I'm surprised they didn't say false because it had anything to do with... Okay, now let's go to... The back. Chinese intelligence officers revealed the truth about the coronavirus outbreak. No, but a doctor did. Yep. And then he was murdered. Uh, so, I, I don't. I guess that's false, but a doctor did in China, in Wuhan. He came out and said that it was, a, uh, it was released on purpose, mm-hmm. and he was dead right after that. Yep. You know, uh, health experts pre- predict new coronavirus could kill 65 million people. Snopes says that's false. That's bullshit, because... You can go find the fucking TED Talk or whatever. It wasn't a TED Talk, but it was one of these things. Bill mm-hmm. Gates had done this fucking big thing three, two, three months before this whole thing happened in January in China. So this would have been like October or something like that. He did this fucking speech where they had done a mock coronavirus outbreak right. and predicted that 65 million people would die from it. Yeah. You can, it's very well documented. So, Snopes, you're wrong there. Uh, is coronavirus spreading faster than SARS, Ebola, and swine flu? It says mixture. Um, I don't know. We'd ha- Obviously not the flu. The flu clearly is yeah. spreads way faster and way more widespread than, than uh, coronavirus. I don't know about SARS, Ebola, and swine. I don't know. But this the regular flu? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, this is interesting. The doctor in Italy just a, wasn't just a bad, I don't know. Um, I don't, I've not I've heard this heard one. That yet. African that people yet. are genetically resistant. No, but people with good immune systems are 
resistant because your immune system can beat it because it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're old and have pre-existing conditions or uh, health conditions, um, or if you have, you know, if if you have like a the lung issues or you have a weakened immune system, typically in older people, right? You're, you're more susceptible to getting this and dying from it. Wouldn't you love to know the, the numbers on the people that have died, the ages, and if they had pre-existing issues? I would like to know that. I would like to know. Now, let's, since we're let's, talking uh, about the origins and spread, have you seen the picture of the author that wrote a book in 1981 yeah. that talks about the, the coronavirus in 2020 yeah. and Wuhan? I have all that on my phone. I have a lot on my phone. I wish I wish there was a way to like cast it to the screen, but I can't figure out how to do it because that would help. Then we it could would. just reference that. I will, yeah, I do have those. Uh, it, it, the book was called, hang on. There's two books. There's The Edge of Darkness or Eyes of Darkness by Dean Kuntz. Yeah, yeah. And then there's a psychic medium that wrote a book. Yeah, what the hell's that lady's name? Sylvia Brown, I think. Something like that, yes. Um. Let's see. Yeah, do you have the Dean Koontz thing? or No, so I was looking to see if I had it. I have it, but I also have this. I'm trying to figure out. I thought, we are so prepared, aren't we? I was fairly certain Joyce sent it to me in a message, but I'm not finding it now. I have all this shit on my phone. I just got to find it. Oh, here we go right here. Here we are right here. Oh, it shows me is the it shows me both books, but it doesn't give me the author's name of the other bitch. It's Sylvia Brown. Okay. Why in the fuck? Do we read you the Sylvia Brown book quote? Look at it right here. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my phone because I have all this shit, and now it's. I'm having trouble finding it. CIA, can you please let us use our phones right properly when we're doing this next time? It is weird because I have all this shit, but now when I go look for it, it's like it's not there. It's like it's irritating as fuck. So this is what the Sylvia Brown bitch wrote in in her book. In around 2020, a severe pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe, attacking the lungs and the bronchial tubes and resisting all known treatments. Almost more baffling than the illness itself will be the fact that it will suddenly vanish as quickly as it arrived, attack again ten years later, and then disappear completely. Yeah. I do remember reading that. And that's interesting because when did she write this book? Um, That one, I'm not sure on the dates on hers, but I know his book was written in 1981, Dean Koontz. And his isn't as specific, but more specific, if if you know what I mean. See if I can find the name of that book. Sylvia Brown book. Uh, end of days predictions and prophecies about the end of the world. And she wrote that book in 2008. Okay. Okay. So she says in 2020 there will be a virus that will show up, be chaos, disappear, and then 10 years later will show up again and, and then, then disappear. Completely disappear. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in 2030, 
According to her, this will happen again. Mm-hmm. Similar thing. Same thing, but coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's one I like about Dean Koontz. He's yeah. fucking super, super yeah. fucking... And it's uh, a bigger, it's a bigger, uh, this, like, thing in the book. It's yeah, like and his was 1981. And what was the name of that? Uh, the Eyes of Darkness. It's on page 333, yeah. it looks like. Um, it says here, Li Chen defected to the United States carrying a diskette record of China's most important and dangerous new biological weapon in a decade. They call the stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed at the RDNA labs outside of the city of Wuhan, and it was the 400 or the 100th strain viable of man-made microorganisms called that and called at that research center. Wuhan 400 is a perfect weapon. It afflicts only human beings. No other living creature can carry it, and like syphilis, Wuhan 400 can't survive outside a living human body for longer than a minute. Which means it permanently contaminate objects. It can't con- permanently contaminate objects or entire places, the way anthrax and other violent microorganisms can. When the host expires, the Wuhan 400 within him perishes a short time later. As soon as the temperature of the corpse drops below 86 degrees Fahrenheit, that's as far as I read. There's more to it, but that's pretty much the. Yeah, well, then it gets into like Tina and Danny and yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is and now it's a fiction book. Uh, under the guise of thriller, mystery, suspense, yeah. horror, fiction. February 1981, originally published. And so he's basically saying Wuhan, it's called Wuhan 400. Okay. Yeah. But the, the RD and, what was it? RD RDNA NA labs. Yeah, RDNA labs. labs yeah. Uh, I believe that's a real thing, too. RDNA labs of Wuhan. Now, yeah, Wuhan Institute of Virology. In 1961, mm-hmm. right around the time it was fucking created, mm-hmm. so they, partly false claim in 1981, but predicted the coronavirus 2019. Well, it's partly false. Okay, because it was fiction. Do you realize they put a lot of stuff in fiction books that are real? Yep. Like it's okay. Let's see what this Wuhan Institute of Virology now. I had seen something, I don't know how true that is, but I had seen something that it was, the coronavirus itself had been uh, actually like, or this new strain, this mm-hmm. is where you can call it a new coronavirus, it's under that, the coronavirus itself is like, uh, so like the umbrella of, there's different variants. Right. Okay, so you have Bourbon County, then you have all the variants, that's mm-hmm. beer, you have coronavirus, and then you have a bunch of variants. It's kind of like the flu. There's influenza A, influenza B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So you have the flu. It's a different strain. And then different variants or strains. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. That's a better word for it, a strain. I think that's what this is. So this coronavirus that's thing now is a strain. Now, supposedly, uh, one one thing I had saw, seen, but... You know, that's gonna be hard to find. I think I have it somewhere on my phone, but I can't find anything. It's I did find the thing while you were reading it. I found mm-hmm. the same thing that you were reading, so I was following along on that. Um, but that the uh, um, it was this new strain had been created in Canada. Then there was these two people from China that were working at this lab in Canada. That shipped illegally mm-hmm. this virus out to China, and then they also left. That they just like were gone. They just didn't show up one day. 
They were gone. They had gone back to China. This shit had gotten shipped illegally to China, right. to this lab in Wuhan, and then from there it came out. Do you remember how they originally, what they were originally reporting when this first came out back in January? How it was, it started because a guy was eating a bat at yes. a market yeah. or something, and that's how it all started. Yeah. So then everybody was saying, oh, it's because they eat weird shit like bats and shit like that in this, but yet there's no tie to the actual bat having anything or this market having anything to do with it. It came from this lab. So I guess the next thing we should talk about is how does something like this get out of the lab? Well, do you infect? It's not like somebody that worked there got it left and spread it. Because the guy that first had it didn't work at the lab. Mm-hmm. How how does he get it? And it didn't come from the bat. Right. It, that, that's what they told everybody. But that's a bullshit lie. That's not how it happened. Um, I believe they planted it out there somewhere. They you think released so? it. Yeah, they released it. It's a biological weapon, dude. I firmly believe it's a biological weapon. If you you know about Agent Tw- or uh, Agenda Twenty One, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that you're bringing that up. <laughs> How do you know about it? I mean, from me. No, um, you and I have never talked about it. A friend of mine, on one of my posts about something, I don't know what the fuck it was. I think it was a funny meme about coronavirus. He posted, she posted, uh, look into Agenda 21 and Proposition 5. Mm-hmm. So I started. We can do that. Yeah. Next. Even CNN, which almost makes me question it now, CNN reports bats are not to blame for coronavirus. Humans are. So now I'm starting to question, maybe bats are to blame. No. Bats don't have anything to do with it, but uh, that's what they're trying to push. At least that's originally what they're trying to push. I believe that that particular bat has been a carrier of a coronavirus at one time. I think that's why they kind of linked it. Because I saw a picture of the fucking, oh, there's funny, oh, I was like, oh, you just pulled it up. That's why. I was like, oh, shit, it's right there. Um, But I remember seeing a picture of that fucking thing, and I thought it was a bat. And they said this is the bat that it has. Bats carry diseases and viruses and shit like that. Like, for one, you shouldn't be eating them. Right. I mean, but then again, I mean, I don't know. The point is, this this strain didn't come from the bat. It didn't come from the market. Right. And if it, you know, this guy got it somehow. Mm -hmm. But did that guy die or did he recover? I don't recall. Pretty sure he recovered. Um. Now, it is interesting how it, it, it spreads. It's interesting how long it takes. You could have it and not know it, for, and it you have it for like 10 to 15 days before it might even mm-hmm. show. Or no, it is 5 to 15 days before. It usually takes like 5 days before you even were to get something. It could take up to 15 days before you would even know, like where you start to cough and you have shortness right. of breath and whatever. But it does not statistically kill people with good immune systems. You usually are old with, you know, issues already. Mm-hmm. You already have issues. So, right. I mean, I really want to know how many people, what the ages of and all that. We'll look that up, too. We'll get on a fucking Snopes because Snopes is bullshit. Um, so here's Agenda 21. Wait, let me type in what I was going to. Um, stats of people who died from... Coronavirus. Let's see if we can find out. All right, let's first read Agenda 21. For those of you that don't know what Agenda 21 is, 
I'll read it. You tell me that this is what uh, the person you talked to or whatever said. Yes? Uh, she did not say anything other than to look at oh, it. Oh, just so look I, at it. Oh, I so you don't know anything else about it. I pulled it up. I looked. I read a, a big article on it. Not the Wikipedia, but I actually read an article on it. Do you want me to find the article? Yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to. Well, um, I mean, actually, no. Type in Agenda 21 and 5Q. Or 5G, rather. That's what I, that's what I read. I looked up. And 5G? Just Yeah, 21 yeah, and 5G. Oh, yeah. The... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting connections between the two? Yeah, I think it was org that I read. I think it's that one. What is that noise? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was going to bring that of this up, too. Uh, the interesting yeah, I think this is overlay a- of the two maps, if you took the maps of places that have 5G mm-hmm. and then the map of everywhere that people are getting... The coronavirus, and ironically, they coincide coincide with each other. So there's like this big, huge thing that five uh, G's actually turning on. So like everybody has cancer. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds bad, but everybody has cancer cells within yeah. them. It's certain things that activate those things and cause you to get sick mm-hmm. with cancer. But we all technically have cancer. We're just we just have it. Right. It's just some of us don't aren't as susceptible to it as others. But yet a lot of... That's another thing we could do numbers. How many people get cancer and then die from cancer in a year? Mm-hmm. I bet you it's way more than even the flu. Yeah. No, I agree. I bet. I would say cancer is probably the worst thing. Mm-hmm. And then we should look and see what what's the most deadly thing. Virus, shark bites, you know, whatever. What kills more people? What's the most, the leading cause of death? Heart attack. Is it? Let's mm-hmm. let's let's do that, and then we'll go back to the. Because here's the thing: there's so many things to basically we can show that are ten times, or twenty times, or forty times worse than this fucking coronavirus. So, because we all have cancer, we should probably just shut everything down. But we don't. Right. We're only doing it for this. Right. Leading cause of death. Heart disease. Bam! What's up? Heart disease, cancer, unintentional injuries, chronic lower respiratory disease, stroke and cerebrovascular diseases, Alzheimer's, diabetes, influenza, and pneumonia. All right, those are just those, right? We're not going to go any further. Where's coronavirus on that list, Dave? Oh, it's new. That's why it's not up there. It's new. Hmm. But yet it was around since the 60s. Yeah, but it's new. Oh, but it's new. <laughs> this strain is new. But yeah. the, in general, it was... Yeah, I know. I roll my eyes. I know. Okay, so why don't we shut everything down because of heart disease or cancer or unintentional injuries or chronic lower respiratory disease? Maybe that is actually... What is chronic lower respiratory? Because isn't, isn't corona something no, in the respiratory? No, like, that's um, COPD, I think is what it's called. Topped? Yeah. What is chronic lower respiratory disease? I'm just curious, because isn't coronavirus a respiratory? It's a serious illness affecting millions of people. CLRD actually comprises three major diseases, chronic bronchitis, emphysema, and asthma, that are all characterized by shortness of breath caused by airway obstruction. So shortness of breath is a coronavirus side effect. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So maybe we can throw it in with the chronic lower respiratory disease category. Let's just do that, okay? Yeah, that so or influenza. It's the fourth or ninth most possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not in one, two, or three right. for sure. Because that's heart disease, cancer. So why don't we shut everything down because of cancer? No, we're going to have uh, more McDonald's and more supersized fries, more fried food, more fast food, more junk food, more shit that will kill us in our food. So that's our heart disease well, yeah, right I there. Mean, uh, but, I mean, I guess you could argue that so far 5G isn't on here on the list of killing people either. 5G is not. I mean, I don't have 5G. Do you have 5G? No. Uh, but let's read this article. 5G, the ultimate weapon of depopulation. Uh, this is what this article says. This is from massawakening.org. My name is Shoshi Hersku, an investigative journalist, Israeli activist, and a writer. My book, Mass Awakening, is a full disclosure book covering the cabal's depopulation agenda for the world, the dumbing of the masses, and on the other hand, the mass awakening of humanity worldwide, the secret space programs, the event, and New Earth. I used some brilliant memes in this article that I, that I couldn't find their creators. I tried to find them. If you know them, please kind of give them their... We live in an increasing irradiated... It's a long, it's a long fucking little blurb, so you know it's a long fucking page. Should I be reading certain things and not all of it? No, because this one's important. Right at the top here? Yeah. Electronic pollution is killing us. Uh, we live in an increasingly irradiate, irradi- irradiated, irradiated, mm-hmm. right? Never seen that word before. Environment, radiation soup with all the smartphones, tablets, Wi-Fi networks, and cell towers and their microwave transmissions. People, especially teenagers and young people, are increasingly dying of brain cancer because of the increased exposure to EMF slash RF radiation, according to RF Safe and The Telegraph. More and more Israelis, including children, report various aches and medical conditions which emerge when they are in the presence of mobile phones, Wi-Fi routers, or cell towers, according to Israeli Israel Hayim, Hayim newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, that's from an article December 26, 2014. Firefighters shared their testimonies of damages after cell tower was installed near their station, according to Collective Evolution. 5G will emit 10 times more radiation as it will use frequencies which are 10 times higher than those used by current network technologies, according to Euronews. 5G uses millimeter waves that are known as extremely high frequency, although they only penetrate a few millimeters into the body, and this is being used to quell any opposition by the telecom and other industries. Our skin is the biggest organ in the body and is linked to numerous things, including immune response. Lazinski, an expert in molecular biology, explained. These high frequencies will not replace the current ones, but will be added to the existing network. A spokesman for the World Health Organization told Euronews that to account for the increase in the volume of information that will be transferred by a 5G network, more spectrum at higher frequencies will be required. Namely, it will require installing many more cell towers. This microwave radiation surrounds us and leads to decrease in fertility, sperm count decrease, which seemingly may be related to the depopulation agenda. It was discovered that sperm is damaged even from very low radiation rate. Um, let's see. Martin Paul, Ph.D., an expert on human effects of RF radiation, warns that humanity is approaching extinction due to infertility with the level of radiation we're exposed to these days. All right, scroll down some. Okay. Get to the smart city. Have you talked about Do you know what a smart city? Have you heard about that? Yes. Yeah, talk about that. Talk, read those two. All right. According to Dr. Cindy Russell, uh, she's, okay, 
quote, smart cities have comprehensive digital connectivity by installing a massive wireless sensor network of almost invisible small cell antenna on light posts. Utility poles, homes, and business businesses throughout neighborhoods and towns in order to integrate IoT with IT. Uh, Tech Republic explains that smart cities are connected ones, which means they collect data from IoT sensors and streetlights and other devices to supposedly provide better services and better communication. Especially, they emphasize this will improve municipal services. Uh, IoT stands for Internet of Things. This means more devices and appliances that will have microchips in them will send signals to a centralized system where all this data will be gathered, analyzed, and stored for purposes unknown to us. It is dubbed the next big thing, according to Wired. However, it also poses serious health risks as it will create an expanded electromagnetic microwave blanket above each city, according to the bulletin. Uh, How is 5G wireless technology connected to smart cities? Um... Quote, the next generation of wireless network infrastructure will be built using small cell networks employing 5G wireless technology. The smart city applications currently leveraging today's wireless networks are already already showing significant benefits to communities and are expected to transform local economies. Smart city tyranny is coming near you. The Epic Times reports uh, about the preparations to deploy the Chinese regime's system for surveillance and controlling its citizens, citizens in Darwin, Northern Territory, and Australia. Uh, the 24-7 surveillance? No, uh, there's one... Because there's that's interesting, one. too. But There's stuff I read... Yeah, like that picture there is crazy. So it's basically what they're saying is after 5G's installed there, it's an electronic prison planet. Yeah, that's 5G connection to AI is where I started really getting involved. Here? Yeah. All right. Dean Henderson, MS in Environmental Studies from the University of Montana, provides a dire warning and says that 5G is DARPA's endgame for humanity. Henderson adds that some say that chemtrails is the means by which they are loading our bodies up with with aluminum since this is the best conductor for plugging us into the 5G smart grid. Transgenderism is an Agenda 21 stepping stone Trojan horse gateway to transhumanism, which involves the integration of 5G into our very being. So basically... Have you heard about that? Yes. I figured. Um, So all these people, for one, you have a huge bunch of the population that thinks chemtrails are bullshit, Mm -hmm. which is unfortunate because you can look in the fucking sky and see them. Yep. Yet... That's that's just uh, that's just condensation. Well, it's interesting because mm-hmm. condensation doesn't stay in the fucking sky in a nice long like uh, streak. Streak. Right. It dissipates because it's fucking condensation. Mm-hmm. When it's still there an hour later, it's not condensation. Exactly. It's just not. Uh, so the I guess we got to start there. People that think. Chem- chemtrails are bullshit, you're an idiot. I'm just, you're an idiot. Yep. And, and it's unfortunate that you're an idiot, but you're an idiot because it exists, it's real, and they've even come out and admitted that they do it. Mm-hmm. It just is, okay? So can we can we move on from the next thing or to the next thing and admit that chemtrails are there? Just We just have to acknowledge that, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, you, you talk about what's in the chemtrails, the aluminum and the barium and all this shit, and all that's just in the air, and it kind of just floats down on us, and you don't know it, but you're breathing it in and all that, and then that starts rewiring your brain, and it, you know, it's like drinking a bunch of fluoride. 
mm-hmm. how stupid you'd be when it's all said and done. Well, when they put that in our fucking water, and you can say, oh, that's not true either, but it is. It is. And when you go to the dentist and they throw a bunch of fucking fluoride on your fucking teeth and say, well, this is going to help. Yeah, it helps, but when they put it in your water and it's mixed in, it's not like you're drinking a bowl of fucking or a cup of just fluoride. When you take a cup of fluoride and you put it into a uh, 10 gallons of water and you stir it around, you don't taste the fluoride, Mm -hmm. but it's there. Mm -hmm. And you just keep drinking and you drink that 10 gallons over time and you don't even realize how stupid you're getting. Because it's done over a slow period of time. Right. Or if you just drank the cup of fluoride straight, you might even realize how stupid you got overnight. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But when, when it's a slow kill, basically. So doing all this, and it, it's created this whole transgenderism where people are getting stupider, so they start to think they need to be something else. And they Okay, so it's this whole, like, thing. This has been going on for years. Yep. Um. Which, okay, so, uh, let's see. You read that whole thing. I read that whole thing. I was just trying to see if I needed to explain anything else from that. Okay. The hip-sounding Silicon Valley frontmen uh, they are using to promote this Orwellian nightmare are calling it the Fourth Industrial Revolution. It seeks to integrate smart chip low-frequency weapons technology with biological processes. This corresponds with the statement made uh, Muli Eden... President of Intel Vision for Humanity that we, we will all be microchipped in the future. According to Henderson, this 5G technology leads us to the end of humanity as we will cease to be humans and become cyborgs, as Muli Eden openly stated to the audience. Quote, the goal is to turn us into machines which can be programmed to perform certain jobs, purchase certain things, think certain thoughts, and emit negative dark emotions which will power and normalize the permanent war Illuminati blood sacrifice into an acceptable parallel reality they call virtual reality or augmented reality. Muli Eden, president of Intel, shared his vision for humanity that every human will be implanted with a chip that without it you'll be unable to do anything including paying for goods. Uh, When you don't have control over your your means of payment but, uh, but controlled by the remote control via the chip, you can imagine where it can lead. It starts with passing such laws that limit the means of payment and moving to virtual money. So, like... Um, in Time. Did you see that movie? Justin Timberlake? Uh, I think so. He had the running clock on his fucking arm yeah. the whole time. Once your clock's done, you're dead. Yeah. yeah. You get paid by that. You pay things for that. Well, I mean, look at, like, like the movie uh, Johnny Depp, Transhumanism. It gets uploaded into oh, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. thing. That's another thing that they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Like it's a so a lot of these like sci-fi movies, they're basically telling you what they're headed towards. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the Matrix type thing. Um, what's the Bitcoin? Yeah, Bitcoin. So there's your virtual money. So instead of having cash, mm-hmm. we're already kind of on the path. So how do you pay for most things with your debit card? Debit right? Card, yeah. You swipe your card or put the chip in. You already have the chip. It's mm-hmm. just not in your body. It's on your card. You don't go anywhere without your debit card, right? Yep. Because you can use it everywhere. So you're you're buying shit with your chip. It's it's virtual money. You don't have the physical cash you're handing somebody. Well, mm-hmm. the, that's what they're trying to get everybody away. So it's all going to eventually be like a Bitcoin type thing. Yep. Or that was the plan. Uh, and of course, okay, back to the article. And of course, it's always in your favor. 
I personally noticed how they removed the tellers from all the bank branches to only one branch in the city. Pay attention because it has already started. Intel envisions chips in the brain, according to Computer World, and thousands of Swedes have already been implanted with microchips. Um, there are companies that are doing, well, we're going to put a chip in your arm and, and you won't need a badge, then you can just put your arm up to the thing and that's how you'll get into the building. There's companies yeah. that have already done this. Um, basically, if you... Now, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying everybody needs to believe in God and the Bible and all this, but it literally says in Revelation that yeah, something, I don't know the exact quote, but something about the mark of the beast and all this shit. This is what they're correlating with. The chip is the mark of the beast, basically. Okay. okay. So there's there people that study the Bible are drawing that correlation mm-hmm. and saying that, you get a chip in you, that's the mark of the beast. It's basically like you're you're agreeing to it. Like, you know what I mean? So, um do you think this is too Orwellian reality? USA Today already openly discusses it that discusses it that eventually everyone will be microchipped. It's not a secret. Then, according to Tech Radar, our data will be mined and sold as it is already done today by giants like Facebook, Google, and other companies that gather all the information about us on the internet. Which I'm going to add, everything that they gather, you're giving them. They're not just getting it on there. You're literally going there and handing it to them. Saying, here, here's all my fucking information. Now they store it, and then now they have it. So, in a way, we've all been tricked to basically tell them everything about ourselves. They've tricked us. Uh, These microchips within the electronic appliances and smart meters could be monitored and shut down or hacked from afar. As it's a centralized control system, this has already happened in China as the data collected from sensors in a smart city was exposed, according to TechCrunch. So what is 5G? 5G isn't an upgrade of 4G LTE network structure. It will require special equipment attached to lamp-slash-light posts and power poles every 50 meters or so throughout towns and suburbs. The plan, according to Elon Musk and others, is to launch around 20,000 satellites that will beam 5G from space to Earth. According to Dr. Josh Axe, a doctor of chiropractic, quote, 5G, also known as fifth-generation mobile networks or wireless systems, is considered the next phase in mobile technology. These wireless systems are the transmitters that carry signals to our cell phones and other wireless devices. While the public isn't operating on 5G yet... It's anticipated that over the next decade, most wireless carriers in the U.S. will shift to 5G technology. This transition is expected to bring better coverage, lower battery consumption, faster Internet connection speeds, and the ability to support a growing market of products other than phones and tablets that feature wireless integration. The benefits of 5G are advertised to the public as part of the creation of smart cities, super-fast downloads, Downloading a movie will take seconds instead of hours today, depending on different variables, and improve speed and latency of networks that will provide other functionalities such as remote surgeries, according to Euronews. Um, which is interesting, because certain networks, such as T-Mobile and AT&T for sure, already claim to be u- utilizing 5G. No shit. Um, you know Ray. Mm-hmm. I was riding with Ray. I forget where we were going. I think we were going to a concert or something in like some fucking suburb in Chicago, taking like the back way to get to s- missing a bunch of traffic on 90. 
or whatever. We're going through some, and his phone says 5G. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. It's bullshit. His phone wasn't going any faster than mine. Right. I'm on a 4G or whatever. And then um, they they did a actual test with Verizon's 4G and T-Mobile's 5G, and Verizon's 4G was still faster by like eight times T-Mobile's 5G. Really? They did a fucking test, and they've actually used this in their commercials. Uh, uh, Verizon has basically like it's, they're lying to you. Basically, that they don't. The point is, they don't have 5G. So that I know that has anything to do with this, really, but. It's stupid that these companies are saying, oh, yeah, we have 5G, but they don't. Right. Which, basically, what they're trying to tell you in this shit is you don't want 5G. It's going to kill you, basically. So, uh, let's see. It's an interesting picture there. I don't know how to describe it to people, but... So, basically, you're going to get your movies downloaded faster. You're going to have faster internet and communication uh, you know, there's it's safe. There's no risk. There's no health hazards. And everything's great, Dave. Yeah. Get you your 5G, right? This sounds so wonderful. So what is the problem with a network or new technology? 5G requires many more cell towers than those used today. Our exposure to this already is our, our exposure to this already dangerous radiation is going to increase exponentially and pose even greater challenge to our health. Doctor X writes that from 200,000 cell phone towers around the U.S. The number of cell phone towers is going to increase to millions of towers as 5G requires a much denser network. Uh, CIO goes even farther than this and says it could require cell towers on every street corner. Now, I want to say one thing real quick um, before I keep reading. Mm -hmm. That's because I think it's kind of pertinent. Uh, Prior to coronavirus outbreak, uh, Hong Kong. All the protesters in Hong Kong, do you mm-hmm. know about this? Remember hearing hear, about yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, so they had been protesting in Hong Kong for several weeks. The protests in France, the people every, like, every, uh, they had been protesting for like 30 or 40 weeks in a row now yeah. at that point when the coronavirus started happening. Um and the people in Hong Kong, they, so they have 5G over there, okay, the, the towers. Mm-hmm. And they had started tearing down those towers. Yep, remember, remember seeing that. all yep. that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, coronavirus happens. What happens in Hong Kong? Everybody's Everybody. quarantined. Yep. So now no more no more protesting. So early on it kind of looked like it was bullshit. Like this whole virus was just bullshit to get people to stop protesting because – as soon as China got all the people off the streets and they were quarantining people and all this shit, then everywhere else there had been protests, such as France, was right. the next one to go down. And then where were they protesting? They, you know, there's protests all over the world because ultimately this system of big government and control was being kind of torn up. People were tired of it right. across the world. And everywhere there was big protests were all the hot spots at first. Okay, which is interesting because it makes you think. Well, this is why I think maybe there was a slow. It was a slow build to um, when it first kind of started, like in January through like mid February, right? Right. I mean, you heard about this, but it was a slow build, and then all of a sudden, from like end of February to like middle of March, it just went ex- fucking crazy. Like it went crazy 
everywhere else. But it was like, we need to get those protesters off the street. So it almost seems like, seemed like, I think, it was being used as a, a, a weapon to, or a, like a fake fake news to get people off the streets, mm-hmm. to basically stop the protesting. Like, we're big government, we're here, we're not going anywhere. Tell them there's a fucking virus and they'll all go back to their homes. Right. This is why I don't think there's a lot of people initially thought it was an issue. Okay. Let me go back to the article. Well, what do you think? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you would, it makes sense. I mean, you would yeah. do that, right? Yeah. If you were big government and you're like, we need to get these fucking assholes to stop protesting. Yeah, stop ripping down our fucking towers that we put up to control yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Not only will it require millions of new cell phone towers, but also thousands of satellites to provide coverage to the rural areas on Earth. 20,000 new satellites that are due to transform the planet into a so-called smart planet, irradiating us night and day, according to Jeremy Nadler, Ph.D., uh, this electromagnetic radiation doesn't just bounce off our bodies or everything in the environment. If it permeates through some through stone and cement, these waves are surely absorbed in, in our bodies. The degree to which they are absorbed can be precisely measured in what is called the specific absorption rate. SAR. SAR, expressed in watts per kilogram of biological tissue. Just imagine what happens to our bodies when we fill every space we occupy, whether it's our homes, cars, or the offices where we work in, with Wi-Fi. Uh, 5G is one, what is that? Millimeter. Millimeter bandwidth. One millimeter is one million nanometers. X-rays are 10 nanometers. Exposure to X-ray has caused cancer. So then you have your, an idea. So an X-ray, which is 10 nanometers, can cause cancer. One million, Mm -hmm. or... One millimeter is one million nanometers. Yeah. And 5G is? One millimeter. Bandwidth. Mm-hmm. So basically way more yeah. than the basic x-ray that already causes cancer. So basically, like I said earlier, everybody has cancer cells in them. 5G is just going to turn all those on and say, hey, in fact, so you already know the death rate on cancer. It's the second leading cause of death in the world, mm-hmm. cancer. Now you turn this... So, go back to the first Kingsman movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody's seen Kingsman, right? Everybody has a cell phone in the movie, and they use the cell phone. Remember? Mm-hmm. The fucking uh, Samuel L. Jackson motherfucker yeah. calls everybody, or you know does the thing, Everybody, and then they all start losing their shit and mm-hmm. killing each other, right? Mm-hmm. That's what happens in the movie. Yep. Am I incorrect on any no, of this? No, you're right. You're right. So... That concept, take what he did with the cell phone, but that's 5G. They just put it on every fucking tower, on every corner, Mm -hmm. and then they hit a switch. Turn it on, and we may not all fucking start fighting and killing each other, but we'll all get cancer and we'll all be dead. Right. And you can't do anything about it, because you already have these cells within you, and when they do the chemtrails... And you're breathing in this shit. If you don't have the right makeup in you to weaken your immune system, you're breathing it in from their chemtrails, which is going to weaken your immune system. And then they turn this shit on, and it activates it all, and here we all are dying. Yep. So I I didn't read any more, but I went right from here to a, a page that gave me the world population in 2025. Have you seen that statistic? I thought I clicked it from here, but maybe it was part of the Agenda 21 thing that I looked at. World population 20- 2025, yeah. 
8.1 billion. United Nations forecast Thursday that the world's population will decrease from 7.2 billion today to 8.1 billion in 2025, with most growth in developing countries and more than half of Africa. By no. 2050, it will reach 9.6. You do what world population 2025 and then put a chance of 21 next to it. Look at images because it was a picture. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Click that. Oh, you can't make it big, can you? Take me right. So it's here. Oh, oh it's still there? Well, it's, it's this. This is the yeah, page we're on. Yeah, maybe, maybe took it us. was scrolling. Maybe it was down further. I saw it. All right, so let's, let's just go back to that, and we'll see if we can fucking... Where the hell is it? There we are. Well, I wanted to read this here. Oh, maybe it's further down. Because I think it's right down there. Oh, yep, there. there it is. All right, cool. But we should read this. I guess get I, I read more than I thought. <laughs> 5G, okay, 5G is part of the UN's Agenda 21, which is a depopulation plan aimed to depopulate 95% of the world and carried out for decades worldwide. There are many means implemented to achieve this genocidal goal, including GMOs, vaccines, smart meters, irradiated food, fluoridation of the water, chemtrails, and recently 5G rollout that Trump pushes as part of a technology race. Okay. Something which looks very suspicious is that the elite's areas are exempt from this 5G deployment, including Trump's area of summer estate in Florida, while this rollout of added harmful radiation is forced upon the common people worldwide, according to James Robert Deal, Green candidate for U.S. Senator for, for U.S. Senator for Washington. Okay. Um, here's your, here's what you were talking about. According to, uh, Deagle Guide to Military Equipment and Civil Aviation, two-third of the U.S. population from 300 million to 100 million people is going to be eliminated within six years. From now, 2019 to 2025. Uh, let's see. I feel like that's not written very well. Yeah, it's not written. Because I'm reading exactly how it's written. It doesn't. It seems like there's words or something. I don't know. Uh, you can see below that two thirds of Americans, as well as two thirds of Germans and half of Israelis, will disappear by 2025. The question raised is, how do they know? <clears throat> so. Yeah, so look, scroll up a little bit. So right now, in 2017, we had 327 million, right? The world is 7.4. Now look at the forecast for the United States in 2025. 100 million. Yeah. And world would be 6.9 billion. Yep, so we lose a billion people in, in nine years. So our current population, according to 2017, we were at 7.4 billion overall, world population. Yep. Now I want to jump back to the flu numbers. Out of 7.4 billion people, 2017, 45 million flu cases in the United States. You could probably do the statistics and find out the percent of overall population that got it. Mm -hmm. Now if we take that 7.4 billion people to the coronavirus, our 3.5 million, the (laughs) the percentage is still way less overall mm-hmm. like you know what i mean like ultimately this podcast was supposed to be about the coronavirus now we're on to agenda 21 and this other right, shit right. which all kind of pertains to it yeah but what i'm still going back to that 7.4 billion people which whatever it is now it's probably increased a little bit but that the numbers don't equate to shutting everything down right it just doesn't when when you have cancer and, and 
flu and all these other things that kill more people and are more contagious and, you know, are passed in the similar way where we shake hands. I coughed in my hand, I shake your hand, you wipe your face, now you have it. Right. But yet we can all, for the most part, generally... It's a cold. It's a flu. You don't die from the flu every year, right, Dave? I mean... No, I, I did two years ago, but I came back. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's... The point is, these things don't add up. Right. To, to like... They just don't. So why are we reacting the way we are to the coronavirus? That's I guess that's ultimately the question. So there's this whole 5G thing. And there is that interesting thing where you take the, where 5G, where they claim it already has been like being tested. China's one of them. Mm-hmm. Take that map and see that. And I have the thing on my phone. I see if I can find it. And then you take the map of everywhere they had coronavirus. And they're in the same fucking, you overlay the maps and they're literally the same spots. Literally. Really? Let me see if I can find it and, and just show you so you can look at it and then maybe you can you can describe what you're seeing and it's basically you're gonna describe the same thing. Here. You describe what you see in that picture, Dave. Yeah. So the top one is your five G rollout, everything in red. And then underneath it's confirmed coronavirus cases and it is exactly the same exact fucking colors. Spots, right? Yeah, same spots. Interesting. Um, so there's some possible correlation between the two, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to assume is 5G. So l- let's let's pose this question: Is the coronavirus, for lack of a better term, something that is airborne? Let's just say I don't know, but let's say it's airborne. Mm-hmm. And if you breathe it in, it's there. Now, they already have said it takes 5 to 15 days to even know that you have it. Right. So let's say you breathe this in, and you have it. 5G is existing in certain spots, and you happen to pass through one of these 5G areas. It activates it. Mm -hmm. It's already in you. This 5G is activating it. And now all of a sudden you have symptoms. It doesn't really affect you, though. Unless you have a weakened immune system. Right. Old people. So my grandma or your grandma breathes it in, passes through one of these 5G areas, because right now they're only in certain areas, Mm -hmm. not everywhere, only in certain areas. They pass through one of these. It activates it. They already have a weakened immune system. They die. You and I have it, pass through a 5G area, activates it. We get sick, but Mm -hmm. we survive it, and we're okay in a week. Right. Okay? We're a... Confirmed case, and then we're a recovered case. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, we go into a different category, but grandma died. But we survived because our immune systems are okay. Now, what if this is just a test to see? Oh, it's working. Mm-hmm. Now let's put 5G everywhere. And then, not the coronavirus, but we'll call it fucking whatever, you know, whatever we're going to call it. Right. And we'll get it through the fucking chemtrails well everybody will breathe it in and we'll just turn it all on everybody will fucking get everybody die so then our numbers will actually get big like the 65 million that bill gates was talking about in his speech and all this this was just this is like a test almost because the numbers are increasing so clearly it's working whatever it is so is it that 
or is it this virus that was created in a lab, stolen, transferred to China, and then released upon their people? Because you couldn't do that here because of human rights things. But in China, they don't care. Right. Because it's a fucking communist country, so it's different. You know what I mean? It's a, it is. It just is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a different way of handling their people over there. So, which one is it? Is it chemtrails activating? We're breathing it through the chemtrails and then it activates through the 5G and that's what's happening? Or is it something that, a, a virus that was created, like a Lyme disease? They gave it to fucking, they were tested it on animals. The animals right. get out and give it to another animal and then it gets passed and then humans get it. Okay, so clearly there's a fuck up there. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you lived in that certain part of New York, everybody there has Lyme disease because that's where it was created. And they did they do that intentionally? I say yes. They all say no. But if I was in charge of that lab, I would say no, too, because I don't want to get sued. Right, exactly. <laughs> or get shut down. So um, which which one is it? Or is it something else? And you're, just your thoughts. Just your thoughts off the, just at this point. The problem is is it could be all of them. You know what I mean? A little bit of each. Yeah, you know what I mean? It could be all of them. Could be. So, um... But what what are your thoughts on their predictions that, you know, fucking 127 million people are going to die in the United States in the next six years? I think that's the plan. Uh, Have you ever heard of the Georgia Guidestones? No. All right, so we already know in 2017 the population is 7.4 billion, right? Right. Let me read you this. Now, this is in Georgia, in the United States, the the state, not the country. Right. Which you just found out about. (laughs) The Georgia Guidestones. Let me me just read you this. This is interesting. The Georgia Guidestones are a granite monument erected in 1980 in Elbert County, Georgia, in the United States. A set of ten guidelines is inscribed on the structures in eight modern languages, and a shorter message is inscribed at the top of the structure in four ancient language scripts. The monument stands at approximately elevation of 750 feet above sea level, about 90 miles east of Atlanta, 45 miles from Athens, Georgia, 9 miles from north of the center of the city of Elberton. One slab stands in the center with four arranged around it. A capstone lies on top of the five slabs which are astronomically aligned. An additional stone tablet, which is set in the ground a short distance to the west of the structure, provides some notes on the history and purpose of the guidestones. The structure is sometimes referred to as an American Stonehenge. The monument is 19 feet 3 inches tall, made from six granite slabs weighing 237,746 pounds in all. The anonymity of the guidestones' authors and their apparent advocacy of population control, eugenics, and internationalism have made them a target for controversy and conspiracy theory. Um, let's see here. I just want to read what they say. All right. Yeah. Inscriptions. A message consisting of a set of ten guidelines or principles is engraved on the Georgia guidestones in eight different languages. Okay. Uh, one language on each face of the four large upright stones moving clockwise around the structure from due north. These languages are English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. One, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Our current population, Dave, is what? 7.4 billion. 7.4 billion. Three years ago. Maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So these guidestones, whoever the fuck 
put them there, paid for them to be there, which is all anonymous. Interesting. I didn't know you could just fucking erect something and it'd be completely anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. And still to this day, we don't know the fuck did it. Mm. Come on. Um, but they're saying 500 million is where we should be at population-wise. Well, that's a big difference. How many people have to die in order to get there, Dave? Seven billion. Okay, seven hundred billion people got to die. No, seven billion. That's what I said. Seven billion. I said seven hundred. Sorry, yes. seven billion people have to die according to this guidestone. Now, what was the the population decrease for the United States? One hundred and twenty-seven million. Okay, and then other countries probably have the same kind kind of. Roughly, I think it's all based on their current populations. Yeah, right. But I mean, that's there's a pretty huge yeah. thing there. All right, number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Three, unite humanity with a living new language. Uh, number four, rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. Eight, balance personal rights with social duties. Nine, prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. And ten, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Interesting. So the first one there is the interesting one about the... We, we should only have 500 million people on this planet. That's a lot of people got to die, yeah. bro. You know? I don't know. Um... Where was I going with all this? I don't know. So I think you asked me something. Oh, no, that's what led me to the Georgia Guidestones, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, so all this shit about the coronavirus and the 5G and the Agenda 21, the Georgia Guidestones, the flu deaths don't or are way more than with coronavirus. We did all our math, Dave. N- nothing really makes sense as to why the country and the world is reacting the way it is to the coronavirus, right? It seems like there's some overreaction here. Yes. And and ultimately, that's the question. Why are we acting as though this is the worst thing to ever hit us? Because we're being told to. And the media is telling us yeah. this. Now... The next thing I want to look up is, what is the definition of a pandemic? Do you know what the definition is? I believe it's widespread, um, a disease that kills way more. I don't remember. Pandemic. Of a disease prevalent over a whole country or the world. An outbreak of pandemic disease. Bick. I guess that's the... I thought in order to... Okay, so here's the difference. What's the difference between an epidemic and a pandemic? Because they're calling it a pandemic. Yeah, epidemic is strictly one country versus pandemic being the whole world, I think. All right. On March 11, 2020, the World Health Organization characterized the new coronavirus as a pandemic. Epidemic is a term that is often broadly used to describe any problem that has grown out of control. An epidemic is defined as an outbreak of a disease that occurs over a wide geographic area and affects an exponentially or exceptionally high proportion of the population. An epidemic is an event in which disease is actively spreading in contrast, the term pandemic relates to geographic spread and is used to describe a disease that affects the whole country, a whole country or the entire world. Okay. So, because now coronavirus is worldwide, we're calling it a pandemic as mm-hmm. opposed to an epidemic. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so there's your difference. Um, all right. So. So what's your theory? Our the, the media's going crazy with this. Mm-hmm. Everything's fucking issue. Uh, even on our local news. So now there's this whole social distancing thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to get it all out mm-hmm. there before I give my theory. Yeah. Uh, because ultimately, I would say the media is actively encouraging hysteria and everybody needs to go to the store and fucking do all this shit. And, and they're creating something that maybe doesn't justify it, right? Mass panic. Mass panic. Mm-hmm. Um, even on our local news, the, you know, typically there's always a guy and a girl, main anchors, mm-hmm. and they have the weather guy, and then they'll have the sports guy. Mm-hmm. So, local news, and I don't know if you watch the local news, probably not, because you don't give a fuck, and neither do I. Word. But this is what they did on the news the other night. You have the male anchor, say, on the left side of the desk. Mm-hmm. Now, normally they'd be in the middle next to each other. Right. Male anchor over where maybe the... I guess would be. Yeah. Where, where, the, where the weather guy would be. Okay. Female anchor over where the, when they have, like, the third reporter coming in off to the side. Mm-hmm. So, they're ten fucking feet apart. The weather guy's doing the weather from where, Dave? Home. At home. Yep. I knew it. And where's the sports guy? Also at home. <laughs> now, he's over where the fucking oh, weather God. or whatever would yeah. normally be. So you have three people in studio, not to mention the camera guy or people, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they're So optically, if you're dumb and you're watching the news and you're hearing them talk about coronavirus and social distancing and all this shit and we're quarantined and all this but we have our news people fucking 10 feet apart on the fucking news Mm -hmm. and you have the weather guy doing the weather from home and you have the sports guy on the other side of the fucking studio so we can clearly show you dumb fucking people at home that weird social everybody needs to do this it's retarded did you see the fucking press conference yesterday with President Trump uh when he starts talking about um, the new initiatives that he put into law and shit about. Well, I see that we're supposed so, to. The reason I brought that up is I wanted to watch it because Joy texted me when she was at work and said, hey, what's the breaking news? I'm like, I don't know. So I went on Twitter, went to his thing, and I saw he was doing a press conference. So I clicked on it, and it had nobody on the podium. Nobody was standing on the stage. And then two dudes and a chick come on. And they separate. They're about a good two feet apart. They're not aesthetically pleasing. They're not center stage. Like, they're normally they're right behind Trump, like mm-hmm. right next to each other, elbow to elbow. And some other lady comes out from behind the wall, starts talking to them, and moves them more aesthetically pleasing. And now they're about maybe an elbow length, length apart. They're, they're still close. And one guy, even one of the news reporters, said something about social distancing. They're like, yeah, we're practicing our part. We're not sure how close we can be. She's got to tell us where we can stand. And he's like, but when we're done here, we'll wash our hands. And I'm like, why? You didn't touch a fucking thing. Why are you washing your hands? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was just funny that six feet, you're supposed to be six feet apart from people. Yeah. But they're clearly not six feet apart. <laughs> but yet, and that's the president level. Yeah. And then fucking you come to our local news and they're fucking ten feet apart. Yeah. I think it's funny. Oh, Because they have to... This is what I don't understand is there So we can't be in groups of more than 10 people. We can't we can't be near each other. They want us 6 feet apart. Um there was something I was going to say where you were saying all that. Oh the 
so in the couple, it was like a week or so ago, maybe a week and a half ago, the lady, some lady from the CDC comes out and she's on TV fucking talking about how this spreads and we gotta, we have to keep our distance and wash your hands. If you're in a public place, you touch a doorknob or something, just wash your hands or whatever. Like my finger turned the page. Yeah, 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 you gotta well, do this thing and I lick my finger, turn I, the page. I did hear about that, yeah. Okay, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you're with the fucking CDC and you're sitting here licking your finger after every paper that God knows who the fuck prepared for you. Right. Okay, and then another uh, caveat to all this whole thing is really fucking stupid is there's that guy from fucking Brazil, some, some person in the government of Brazil mm-hmm. was here a few weeks ago and... He's seen within, like, two feet of Trump in pictures and shit like that. Well, he's now tested positive for coronavirus. Trump gets tested, and he's negative. Okay, so does it really matter how close you are if somebody has it? Like, are you going to make out with the fucking person? Is, I mean, really, how do you get it? It's, it's, I don't think it's airborne. I really don't. I think no, it's they, like, they said it's airborne, and it has to go from, like, my mouth to your, to your to mouth. my mouth. Yeah. So if we kissed and you had it or I had it, right. we we would pass it. If you sneeze, which sneezing isn't ironically a side effect of coronavirus, mm-hmm. but coughiness. So when you cough and you airborne and then you're like <laughs> try to grab it with your yeah. mouth, which nobody does, you know. But they that's why I said they cough into your fucking elbow or your your whatever that mm-hmm. you know part of your elbow that the weenus. Yeah. Whatever it's called. The folding part. They call it the ditch. Yeah. When I get tattooed. She's like, I'm tattooing your ditch. <laughs> yeah. So the bendy part of your arm. Mm. You're supposed to cough into that. You're supposed yeah. to do all these. Okay, whatever. Wash your hands. Okay. Coronavirus aside, you should always cough into your fucking arm. Mm. Wash your hands when you touch it in public that you don't, you know, whatever. Don't go into fucking public restroom and lick the goddamn toilet seat don't go to a hotel room and lick the remote mm-hmm. you should be doing these things anyways right but we don't but the people that do like uh you know you see a fucking piece of popcorn on the ground and in a fucking city street you go and pick it up okay we, you may get sick but you're also building up your immune system mm-hmm. it's the people that are like overly careful that always get sick if you notice people yeah. that aren't as super careful well if you look don't get sick as much think about it this way dude did you see the George Carlin stand up many many years yeah. ago where he talks about that kind of yeah. shit. Love George Carlin. Um, he's got a point. Like growing up myself, I mean, I'm old, a couple years older than you. Growing up, I played in the dirt. I got dirty. Yeah. I ate fucking dirt. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And several times when I played baseball and I slid into the fucking base, I got the yeah. dirt and sand in my mouth. Yeah. I didn't die. No. I I never got you sick. Built up your immune system. Yeah. <laughs> and these kids these days they now, don't go outside. They don't go outside. They stay inside. They everything's hand sanitizer oh, everywhere. Like ridiculous. you know what I mean? Like yeah. every fucking so their way. immune systems are not being built up. Right is ultimately what we're getting, and at. that's why they're getting sick. But they're not going to die either because. Shouldn't. Oh yeah, we never did the fucking. Uh... Yeah, so here you go. Oh yeah, yeah. So this is so this press perfect, and we let led right into it. Uh, not un- even on purpose, unintentionally. <laughs> New analysis breaks down age group risk for coronavirus and shows millennials are not invincible. Mm-hmm. Okay? So they're not invincible. But I think you're going to find out here that, uh, let's see. Uh, I hate that they call it a pandemic, but I guess we'll go with that. Um, the, the very last line of that second paragraph. So right here? Like, yep. Yeah, because it's just all talking about, okay. 
the new data show show that up to one fifth of infected people ages 20 to 44 have been hospitalized, ha- hospitalized, including two percent to four percent who required treatment in an intensive care unit. Still, the most severe cases and the highest rates of death are among the elderly. Although 17% of the U.S. population is 65 or older, 31% of cases were in that age group. CDC experts concluded in the Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. While it is possible that the elderly have more chances to be infected than younger people, such as by living in nursing homes, that is considered unlikely since younger adults encounter many others at work and school. Um... Any of this pertinent? I don't think. Okay. Um, in con. Okay, no In South Korea, for example, which had an early surge of cases, the death rate in COVID nineteen patients ages eighty and over was ten point four percent, compared to five point three five percent in seventy somethings, one point five one percent in patients sixty to sixty nine. 0.37% in 50-somethings. Even lower rates were seen in younger people dropping to zero in those 29 and younger. So, even though everything's fucking uh, hand sanitizer and all this for our younger millennials and kids, you may get it, but you're certainly not going to die from it. You're going to die from it because you're old, you're weakened, you're, you know, whatever. Okay, so I, I don't know if that really... It doesn't really help the case, but it also proves the case. Right. It doesn't help the case that these kids nowadays aren't getting out and doing shit and building up their immune system. But the point is, even a weakened immune system in a fucking kid that's everything sanitized, you're still not going to die from this. You may get it. You may be more susceptible to get it. Mm-hmm. But you'll beat it. Because it doesn't naturally kill you. It's right. not deadly. It's going to kill people that are weak. So mm-hmm. ultimately, we've been hammering that this coronavirus is that. But ultimately, and now I guess we can get into what I think this is. And this is just my theory. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the coronavirus is a distraction because it does not kill people. It, well, okay. It does. But it doesn't on the scale of what they want you to believe that it does. They want you to think, hence your news and your mainstream media, hysteria, all this, they want you to think it is way worse than it is because they want you quarantined. They want you to self-quarantine. They want you to not be in groups. Hence, they want to shut down big cities. They don't want people sitting in bars. They don't want people in schools. They don't want the kids in schools. They don't want teenagers in college. They want, if you noticed, every college is shut down. Every fucking school is shut down. Mm -hmm. Every business locally in Rockford is not open if you're in the food industry, if you're in any kind of, like, uh, you know, bars, restaurants, all this shit. The only way you can go there now is for pickup. Yep. Or delivery, take if they out. offer. Yep. Takeout. Take yep. Takeout or delivery. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'm surprised they're still delivering our mail, to be honest with you. It's a government thing, bro. It's a government, yeah, and they shut down for everything. That's, the gov- that's why I'm surprised we still get it. But you know, I'm getting screwed, actually, if you think about it. All schools are shut down, right? All schools. Except you're online. Except for online. No, no. But Fucking that, bullshit. That is the one thing schools are doing is yeah. they're transitioning oh, yeah. to online, online. now. Yeah. So even like the grade schools, which I have one going to a grade school. Mm-hmm. No school for the rest of the fucking year. No plan at this point to do online. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're just done. Yep. So we can't have sporting events because people go to those. 
like lots of people, mm-hmm. you know, major sporting events. Uh, and it's not just your, your top level, even your, what would be your next level down. We know that locally because of the Miners. AHL, mm-hmm. the minor leagues, uh, even your Bush leagues. Everything mm-hmm. is done. Any concert, any kind of comedy show, uh, you name it, Dave. Churches, dude. Churches. You name it. Large gatherings of people are done. Mm-hmm. Because coronavirus is so bad, which I think we've already proven is not. Right? Mm-hmm. So then you ask yourself, why do we need everybody not to be in large groups? Why can we only be in groups of 10 people or less? Why are we supposed to stay home? Why are we supposed to be six feet from each other? Why? So we don't talk. Maybe. Or could it be that if you get everybody out of large gatherings, separate, in their own homes, you can't do a school shooting. You can't do a mass bombing of people. You, now, this this thing, deep state here. Mm-hmm. The shit that they do. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they fake fucking mass shootings. They bomb things. They want to kill people in these things to push gun control, to push whatever bullshit narratives that they had been pushing with their media. Right, right. So now let's just go hypothetical here. What if... This whole thing with Q and QAnon, remember we had mm-hmm. briefly talked about this, this whole thing for the last three fucking years has been Trump's at war with this deep state, mm-hmm. fake news and all this shit. What if, and early on they said, uh, this Q thing said there's going to be, there's going to be a 10 days, 10 days where mass arrests will come. There's going to be basically 10 days where all your deep state basically over three years up to now, we've been slowly dismantling this this deep state. Right. But there's going to be 10 days where everything basically culminates to this big fucking eruption. And they're all basically arrested and removed from their powers or whatever. Okay. What better way to do this if you have a self-quarantine for 10 days or two weeks? What have you been hearing about how they're going to be a two-week quarantine yeah interesting it's all culminating right before an election too right before it's a gonna be a fucking landslide for when one is, candidate when is the uh, election november so i thought when's everything supposed to be wrapped up with the coronavirus what are they predicting early on they were saying well this is going to go till august yeah. trump's saying mid-april it's yeah. going to be over with uh certain people in the media say it's going to go all summer right culminating in when august when's the election november Okay. Oh, but, but now everybody, oh, well, the stock market's crashing. All the progress Trump's made in the stock market's all shit the bed. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd, you'd have to shit the bed if you're going to change everything over to a gold standard again. Right? Right. What's one thing Trump said? He's going to turn it all back over to the gold standard. Mm-hmm. Something that was changed when FDR, did, I think it was FDR, switches from the gold standard to the bullshit system around now, meaning right. all the cash you have in your pocket. If you took that into a bank and said, I want gold in replace of this cash, they would say, we have none. Mm-hmm. The gold standard means all those dollars you could show up to 
a bank or wherever they keep it and say, I want gold in place of this cash, and they would hand you the equivalent of gold for that cash. Right. So meaning every piece of money that's out there is backed by something. Right now it's backed by nothing. Right. It's backed by the illusion of something. That's an issue with our money system. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to go back to that. You know who else wanted to go back to that? JFK. I'll say JFK, right? Yeah. What happened to him? He got assassinated. Yeah. Okay. So this is what I'm getting at here. It's a big thing. This is really big. So you're gonna you're getting everybody to self quarantine on a thing that isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's going to be about a two week quarantine. Everybody needs to be quarantined themselves, meaning they'll probably shut down every major city. I know for one they've shut down already. San Las Fran. Vegas, San Fran too, San Francisco, Chicago. Oh, uh, it's just Oak Park of Chicago, though. Yeah, well, in general, Chicago. Now, there's videos out there on YouTube, because I've seen them. Uh, National Guard being deployed to every major city. Why? Well, to prevent looting and rioting mm. and shit like that. When they announce it. Now, in real time, it's March 20th. I bet by Sunday, you will hear if it's... I don't think they're going to go at the presidential level. I don't think you're going to hear Trump say, we are doing a nationwide quarantine. Mm -hmm. But what you will hear is every single state, at least at the very least within the continental United States. So maybe not necessarily Alaska or Hawaii, but Mm -hmm. the continental United States, almost every governor will come out and say, we are doing a statewide quarantine, which is essentially a nationwide quarantine. If every state says it, Meaning you don't get leave your house unless you have reason to leave your house. Meaning you're sick, Dave. You need to go to the hospital. You're fine. Ryan, you want to go out and be a fucking asshole and run around town? You're not fine. You're arrested. Okay? Mm-hmm. National Guard's going to be in every major city. There will be checkpoints. There will be a curfew. You will have to be in your home by a certain time. It will be roughly, these are all my theories, I don't know if they're true, but this is my theory. It's all based on Q and QAnon. This all has culminated leading up to this. I think by Sunday you will have the full-blown uh, martial law kind it of will, thing. Yeah, it, for lack of a better term, yes. It's, it's it's a quarantine. They're basically hiding behind the guise of this is a coronavirus, and we want to stop the spread of it. The only way we can stop the spread is by everybody just stay home, which means you. You don't go to work unless it's an essential thing. Like your wife, she works in Walmart. They consider that an essential thing. I think even then they're going to cut that back to literally, you know, minimal. Buy it online. It'll get delivered. Maybe people that deliver it. Basically, it's only essential things can be open. Hospitals, uh, pharmacies. Food producers. Food producers. You're not going to see anything else needs to be open. In the purpose of this is to make it think about this if you have 95 percent of your population quarantined in their homes and only five percent working in certain places Mm -hmm. certain places it's way easier for say i don't know your local police and your national guard to protect those places from some wacko coming in and going to shoot it up or or a bombing or something like that Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. because everybody's staying home in fear of this virus that right. is non-existent. When, when I say non-existent, just like the flu, right. people get the fucking flu. But in general, it doesn't affect anybody, really. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Certain people get it. Certain people don't. 
When's the last time you got the flu, Dave? It's been a long time, dude. Yeah. Do you get the shots? No. Okay. That's my point. I mean, <laughs> you don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, and if you did get it, you would survive it because mm-hmm. you don't die from it. And maybe in 40 years you'll get it and you'll die from it. But right now it's not going to affect you. Right. So ultimately, you have a, you have the media doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. He's, Trump set them up as fake news. He's got them to get hysterical about something, even to the point in saying he's, he didn't react fast enough. They're doing exactly what he wants them to do. Mm-hmm. Create mass hysteria. Get people scared. Get people to stay home. If you get them to choose to stay home on their own, he doesn't even have to come out and say self-quarantine or anything. He doesn't have to force it. Right. You're doing it on your own because you're listening to the fucking idiots on the news, mm-hmm. which is good. It's a good thing. It's good that we're stupid for once right. because dumb people will stay home. Dumb people will go get their fucking toilet paper and then they'll stay home because that's what they've done. Right. Okay. So now you've got everybody at home and separated and you've the, the 5% of the population that are out still having to produce and work and do these things that are essential that's the key word essential Mm -hmm. it's easier to protect those people because there's less people in general and anybody coming in and out of these places will be checked you know what i mean this Mm -hmm. is where your local police your state police your um national national guard these things okay easier to protect this shit you have national guard in every fucking city basically on streets well then now you're not going to have rioting or looting because the national guard's there and they're going to be told to fucking shoot Mm-hmm. If you want to start some shit, you think Antifa's going to go take on the National Guard? I don't. But nope. they'll take on old people that are at Trump rallies mm-hmm. and people in fucking wheelchairs. That's what they do. Oh, yeah. Real, real tough guys. No, oh, they're bad. They're I'm mean, bad. Oh, I'm scared of them. Oh, man. I don't want to. I, I can't I believe can, you I, use their name. I mean, I'm scared because I should never have brought them up. I know. Fucking pussies. That's what they are. Right, well, good thing our CIA friends are listening in. They'll yeah. help us out. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so this is why I think happening. So ultimately, now you say, well, well, if everything you just said is true, and that, and then he's, he, uh, who's, who's part of these mass arrests and all this? Now this is where it gets real deep and, and whatever. Now, um, let's see, how do I go about explaining this? The, I guess this is all going to go on, and it's not going to be put on TV, basically. So, um, and, and the the list of people is astronomical of of people you know. So, how many celebrities and shit have come out and said they have coronavirus? Do you know just offhand? I would say probably about ten, fifteen. So, statistically, if you're celebrity. You're like eighty percent more likely to get the coronavirus than just the common human, just the common person, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's only let's just say ten thousand celebrities, but there's how many millions that aren't? Right. But if you take that ten thousand celebrities, which is probably even a high number, like true like A list mm-hmm. or high level celebrity, and fifteen of them. So do the percentages there. And then you take the millions of people in the United States, 320 million, and the however many cases, what was it, 1,000 or something like that? Like, your percentages are going to be way less 
for the normal mm-hmm. person compared to a celebrity, apparently. Right. Yet, almost every single one of those celebrities, if you go back and look at the Q shit, they have a nice long list of people that are pedophiles, that are on a list of supposedly involved in some some sort of bullshit that eventually get arrested. Ironically, they're all getting coronavirus. Ironically. And have to self-quarantine. Right. Well, are they self-quarantined or have they been arrested and put somewhere and they're able to keep putting out the narrative that they're quarantined but will either, one, eventually die, put to death, and quote, I mean, am I making sense here? Yeah, yeah. Or is this confusing? Because I want to yeah. make sure, like, you're getting sense. it. And I'm I assuming it. your equivalent, well, I think, I feel like you're a little more because of me, but, because I've helped you come along, <laughs> right, but right. I, I want to make sure that it, I'm explaining this in a way that even the general person that doesn't get any of this will maybe get it. Like, so in that, in that retrospect, then, realistically, like, Hillary should come out and say she's got the coronavirus. So. Which is interesting that she hasn't. But I also think she, has a different role to play in that, well, Trump still needs somebody to run against in the election because they're going to go with Biden, obviously. Mm-hmm. DNC's gone with Biden. They're just, they're just decided it's Biden's their guy. But he needs a running mate, right? Mm-hmm. Well, who's going to be his running mate? you have any guesses? I'm going to guess Hillary. Oh, that's mm-hmm. probably a good guess. Um, I said a long time ago that she would run against Trump in 2020. Mm-hmm. Maybe not directly, but maybe as a vice president. Now, have you seen any of the speeches Biden's given? Anything? All right, well, he's out of his goddamn mind. Uh, And I apologize to anybody that's a fucking Biden supporter that's listening to this podcast. I'm in curious why you're listening to this podcast if you're a Biden supporter. But honestly, if you're a Biden supporter and you're listening to this, can you truly sit there and say to me that there isn't something wrong with him? He doesn't know what state he's in. He said he's running for U.S. Senate when he's running for U.S. President. He said if if you he's Joe Biden and he's running for U.S. Senate and if you don't like him, vote for the other Biden. Vote, vote, vote for the other Biden? Who, who the fuck's the other Biden? And I thought you were running for president, not Senate. I mean, uh, he has bitten his wife's finger on stage. I, he got his that. wife and sister confused. He called his sister his wife and his wife his sister and then tried to cover and say, oh, they switched places, but they'd been in the same fucking spot the entire time. Right. Uh, Isn't he the one that is all super pedophile too? He's the one that goes up and sniffs people. Okay. I mean, does does any Biden supporter that's listening honestly believe he is going to be able to convince the population in a debate with Trump to vote for him as opposed to Trump? No. He, I mean... It's very well known he's already had brain surgeries in the past. He clearly either, it's a couple options. He either, one, has dementia, or two, this is all an act, his his fucking dumb shit that he does and says, it's all an act to eventually, when he and his son get arrested for the whole Burisma mm-hmm. nonsense. Then Hillary can step in. Well, well hang on. Let's, let's go with this. So let's say... Him and his kid eventually get arrested for the whole Burisma thing, which is uh, what they tried to blame on that Trump was doing with Ukraine, with the quid pro quo and all this. Right. Even though he did the exact same thing with Ukraine, 
his kids on the fucking board of this company, and, and then he he comes in and says to the people of the uh, government of Ukraine, uh, they were trying to get like some billion dollars or whatever, and mm-hmm. if you don't fire the guy that's investigating my son, who's on the board of Burisma, yet he has no fucking, uh, no like knowledge of right. energy and all this, that, yeah. but yet he's on the board simply because of Biden. If you don't if you don't fire that guy then you're not getting this money. Well then a few minutes later or within an hour that prosecutor that was investigating or whatever gets fired and then Ukraine gets the money. Mm-hmm. Well why didn't you want them investigating your kid? Well because ultimately you'd find out that it was all a scam, right. which ultimately his kids guilty of which then makes Biden guilty of. But here's the thing. If we have you run around saying all this stupid shit not making any sense slurring your words and whatever then we can easily play into well you have dementia and alzheimer's and you don't remember anything therefore you don't implicate yourself or your son and you can plead insanity or whatever the fucking case may be okay Mm -hmm. or he legitimately has these things dementia and all this he runs as president uses hillary as his vp then, let's just say hypothetically in this fake world, he gets elected, then he'll have to step down because he's not able to be president, being he has dementia, right? it'll, get, it'll get worse, mm-hmm. which then who would step in? The vice president. And who would that be? That would be Hillary. Therefore, she finally gets it. You know what I mean? She finally gets to be president. Right. So this is their plan. So you, you said, well, then hypothetically, Hillary will get coronavirus. This is why I don't think she will, because... They're going to use her as the VP because it's going to look ridiculous and everybody's going to figure that out and see it. Well, fuck, I'm not voting for Biden. Okay, so all the people that didn't vote for Hillary in 2016, but yet they rigged all these elections to make it seem like she but he she still got destroyed mm-hmm. by Trump. Okay, well, it's going to be worse. But what's going to help it be even worse in a, in a landslide for Trump is that by putting Hillary as the VP because the people that don't that are democrats that don't like hillary that didn't vote for her in 2016 are gonna say well fuck if something happens to biden this bitch is her and i don't want her so it's gonna so this is why i don't believe they are allowing hillary to play the coronavirus angle okay this is my thoughts i don't know i could be wrong she could come out tomorrow and say she has it in which case you can damn well bet she'll die from it Uh, that but i don't think they will because i think ultimately it's a show for Trump. Trump's putting on a show for us. He's always he's said from the beginning, enjoy the show. Q has said from the beginning, enjoy the show. This is a show, meaning they've already had in place everything that's going to happen from the beginning. Right. They had them all by the balls in 2015, and he's let them do and throw everything they can at him, knowing full well he's going to ride right through all this shit, and when you've exhausted all your options, now I'm going to come in on to fucking end this thing for you. But in the meantime, every time they try and throw something at him, every pile of shit they throw at the wall and none of them ever fucking stick. Right. Because it, when you don't have anything on the guy, you can't blackmail him, you can't buy him off, you can't do any of these things, well, then you go for impeachment. You go for, he's a racist. You, none of these things work, though. And all he's done is delivered on everything he's said. Right. Well, what does that do? It, it just it gains more and more people. People are well, fuck, I, I mean... For the first time, as a black American, I can go get a job, and I don't feel like I'm being held down. 
Right. Yet Obama for eight years said, you know, I voted for Obama because he said he was going to help me, and all he did was make it worse. Mm-hmm. He wanted me on the dole. He wanted me on the government dole. Now I have a fucking job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you could say, well, what about all these people losing their job during the coronavirus? Yeah, but when it's all said and done, our money system is going to be on a federal or uh, uh, on a uh, gold standard, backed by gold, basically. So your money's worth something again. You'll have your job back. Right. The stock market will skyrocket even higher than it already has when it, everything starts back up. But you have to have all these things in place, and you can't have crazy people and tons of people running around out there when this giant operation is going down during the two weeks of quarantine. Because this is when, if you block all flights, domestically and internationally, which they've already done, right. now your celebrities, your uh, your deep state, all these people that are guilty of shit can't, can't get leave. on a plane and yeah, leave. leave. They're right. stuck, which makes it a lot easier to show up and arrest them. Now, are you going to see Tom Hanks dragged across TV in fucking shackles? Are you going to see Hillary dragged across TV in shackles? How about no. Obama? How about Brennan? How about uh, go down the fucking list of everybody in the deep state? Are you going to see these people dragged across TV in shackles? No. Nope. Maybe two or three of them. You're not going to see the majority of it happen, but what you're going to see is you're going to see them putting out their fucking tweets you're going to see them in uh, well initially you're going to see these people getting coronavirus they're getting they're being quarantined when in reality they had fucking uh they're locked in a what appears to be a hotel room or something like that which is tom hanks and his wife over in australia right now but in reality they're probably in a facility that looks so they're being everything that's happening with them now is controlled you know what i mean mm-hmm. um this is what i think i could be wrong but I think what you're, and, and you, I don't, I don't want to say it, but you may see Tom Hanks die in this. And ultimately because he's on a list of being a pedophile and having raped children. I know it's shitty and nobody likes to hear that shit, especially somebody that's beloved like Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. But what was he, what was the last award show where he was given that speech where he got the lifetime achievement? Was it the Oscars? Know. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that shit. I thought you used to, you were into that stuff. No, fuck no. Not the um, Oscars, the Emmys, hang on. AMAs, none of that shit. Tom Hanks, Lifetime Achievement Award. Golden Globes? Is sure. that what it is? Is it the Golden Globes or the Cecil B. DeMille Award? Uh, Golden Globes, okay. So he received the Lifetime Achievement Awards from the Golden Globes. You probably never saw the speech either? No. Okay. So normally when they do these speeches, Lifetime Achievement, we're not going to watch it. It's okay. not worth watching. Okay. Uh, I'll just summarize it for you. Um, his speech was very, um, what's what's a good word for it? Um, if you received a Lifetime Achievement Award, Dave, it would mm. be happy. It would be exciting. It would be like, wow, this is great. Like you've done... 30 years of fucking movies, you've inspired people, You everything's wonderful, right? Right. His speech was very sad, depressing, people were crying as though he was dying in in the crowd. I mean, it was very somber. Really? Okay. See, now I want to watch it. I'll watch it afterwards. Now, uh, people that analyzed the Q stuff, as the speech was going on, tons of them put out... They believe within 
the next few weeks, Tom, or Tom, I almost said Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks will more than likely come down with some sort of uh, cancer, some sort of disease that will kill him, something like that, because ultimately that is going to be, so now let me just stop right there, pause. Now go back to uh, George H.W. Bush funeral. Mm-hmm. And um, what was his name? John McCain, mm-hmm. his funeral. Remember back at the, that time, I said those were uh, military tribunals, yeah. and he would, they were each put to death for the shit that they had done. But they allowed them to maintain their safe face, yeah. their safe face for public. But it and 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 John McCain died because of his tumor. H. Mm-hmm. W. Bush died because he was old. They were both put to death. Same kind of thing. What happened? When was the Golden Globes? Early February, late January. Yeah, yeah. Now in March he has fucking coronavirus. They literally called it. Mm-hmm. Now, now what are the odds of that, Dave? Now just what are the odds right. that he has this? It's almost as if he was giving a speech as though he was going to be dead or going away, aka jail mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then a fucking month later, he he actually gets a disease. A virus? Yeah, and, and then he was the first one I had heard of in Australia that got it. Yeah. Which I thought was really weird. How many other celebrities have gotten it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, or the NBA players, but I don't think they were on the list. They might have been. Well, the point is, uh, celebrities, a lot of them, to get to where they are, had mm-hmm. to do these things. Like and We've right. talked, this is an ongoing theme. I think I've right. exposed a lot of it. Like, Beyonce and Jay-Z and all the, everything with their Illuminati and the, mm. all this shit. You take a picture with one eye covered. All these people that do this, Madonna and, and all these people. Mm-hmm. They all have had to do shit to get to that level, okay? You don't have to believe it. People at home that are yeah, listening, right. even you, you don't have to believe it. But it exists. Oh, yeah, They're all it. part of a satanic pedophile system. Cult, yeah. It, it, it is there. It exists. And they all have had to do something. They've all been filmed doing these things, and it's a blackmail thing. It just is. It, you just you don't have to believe it. Just it, it exists. Okay, mm-hmm. it's there, and and they've all done this. You don't get to that level. So if, if there's somebody, some celebrity that you worship, they've probably done this. Now right. I'm not talking like B level or C level, D level. Even some of them probably have. And it's not just actors or singers. There aren't athletes there are um you just don't get to a certain level without doing this it's Mm -hmm. kind of like uh because they need to control you this is why you have across the board every single fucking celebrity and athlete and all this that's at a major level (coughs) shits on trump oh he's so bad yeah because he's taking you down yep he is destroying your system uh, there's always been this saying, those who scream the loudest have the most to lose. Well, mm-hmm. who has been the most loud in anti-Trump? And just just actors, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Well, what's he up to? I'm curious. Has he got coronavirus yet? I don't know. Google it. We should. We should. Or maybe he'll get it in the next few days. Yeah. As I'm going on record, once again, this is March 20th, 2020. Yeah. So when he comes out, we said it before this. Let's see here. Doesn't appear as though he's not yet had it yet or gotten it yet, and maybe he won't. I don't know. Maybe he's one of those people that'll they'll they'll actually drag across. Point is, Robert De Niro probably is, uh, you know, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. And this, who knows? My whole theory could all be bullshit. It may, right. Maybe, but what I what I don't want is people to think that you're going to see all of these people dragged across TV on the news in shackles. You're going to see some of that, but you're not going to see all of it. It's all going to be in in the guy or behind the this. This man, like, it's like the man behind the curtain. So the right. curtain is the coronavirus. Everybody worry about the coronavirus. Self quarantine. Make it easier for this this fucking military operation to happen in secret, mm-hmm. but within our own country to tear all this shit down. So when it's all said and done, and we're back up and running in mid April, okay. How will it get presented? How will the celebrities and and uh, sports stars and singers and politicians and all these people that are in this fucking giant cabal how will it be presented that they were all arrested and whatever i don't know i think a lot of them they'll have died from the coronavirus Mm -hmm. um some of them will be dragged on tv someone like a comey or a brennan Mm -hmm. will be a perfect candidate for tv arrested and in court great some of them not all of them Everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a, a thing they need to serve. But in order to get the population, to, you're never going to get 100% of the people to agree. Right. But what you need is you need a majority of the population to buy into one thing. So right now, he's utilizing the fact that the majority of the population is dumb to self-quarantine. Because of this thing that isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is the coronavirus isn't a thing. It exists, and it will kill people, but in general, you're not going to get it. It doesn't matter whose hand you shake, who you kiss, who you fucking breathe in after they've coughed. You're not going to get it. Do you personally know anybody that's gotten this virus? No. Do you know anybody second, third, or fourth hand that's gotten this virus offhand? No. no. And... I guarantee you 100% of my listeners don't either because it's not a thing because you're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're just not. And you won't know anybody that got it either. And if you do hear of somebody, it'll be so far removed that even you can't honestly say 100% that that's true. You know what I mean? And there's always going to be that one asshole. I guarantee you there's one asshole listening that's... Well, I know my brother's sister's cousin's mm-hmm. nephew's got it. No, he doesn't. It's the same thing when with the shooting in Vegas. Yep. It's the same thing with nine eleven. Did you know anybody that actually died on the fucking plane? No, you don't. Nobody knows anybody and any of these things because they did. They happen. Something happened, but you don't know anybody because more than likely it's all fake. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So if you were part of the deep state and you know your days are numbered. And you know, now that they're basically coming to knock on your door to arrest you and put you somewhere, maybe like, uh, oh, what's that base down in Cuba? Guantanamo Bay. There you go. Maybe you're going to end up there. Or Quant- Quant- Quantico? Quant- no. No, at Quantico's the FBI, I think. It's, yeah, it's, it's Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo, yeah. I was right the first Yeah. I, I was just curious if you knew. Mm-hmm. Guantanamo Bay. Gitmo is what they call it. Yeah, Gitmo, <laughs> which they've actually built... A bigger prison there. Oh, nice. I've expanded all nice. that, which yeah. is good. Why? Why do that when you're? You know, what, what would be the reason for it? Mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Maybe because we're going to put a bunch of fucking people there. Yeah. Um. If you, let's see, where was I going with this? Oh, so 
if you know they're coming for you, so you got one last ditch effort. Well, fuck it. Let's uh, let's let's bomb the Super Bowl or let's bomb the mm. fucking NBA playoffs. Well, you can't because they're March not Madness. there. Let's shoot up a school. You, you can't shoot up a school when nobody's there because there's nobody there. You're not going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. Literally, you have solved every fucking problem. You have cut off everything they use to distract the people. If you went out and had a mass shooting right now, Dave, if you were deep state and you went out and shot a school because it's in session, you would distract off of this. Yeah. All of your distractions are gone. What happens when... When you have a shitty day at work, maybe not you exactly, but you have a shitty day at work, what do you do? You go home or you go to a sporting event. You sit in a bar and you watch a sporting event. Well, not you, but people go to these things. Every mm. distraction they have is gone. Sports. Yeah. Why? Because they Trump wants you focused on something. What does he want you focused on? Well, what's still out there? Well, your TV shows are there, but your news is there. Most people are, well, what's going on with the coronavirus? They're watching the news now. Something they didn't do before. They're looking up the news on their phones. Something they didn't do before. Because they're watching sports on their phones. They're watching these things, all these distractions. And half of these distractions are gone. Mm -hmm. Because they want you focused on something. During your two-week quarantine, you know how you're going to get a lot of your shit? It's going to be through that presidential forced text that they tested out. Two and a half years ago on your phones. Remember when everybody got the presidential mm-hmm. emergency text? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you're going to get communications because general cell phone use is going to be limited, meaning you're not going to be able to just fucking up and call somebody for two weeks. Now, I'm predicting this. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's going to be limited so that your access to information is going to be very specific and you have no distractions. What do they say during this time of quarantine? Just in general right now, not even before the full-blown one that I believe is coming. They say, just, you know, wash your hands, stay at home, enjoy your family. Teach your kids different things. Uh, how to, you know, uh, make a sandwich and and mm-hmm. how to, you know, things like that. Have you seen all these things, right? Everything is getting you back to the way we should have been before there was fucking internet and cell phones and all this shit. Right. They're Handing our country back to us when it was actually good country and what it was meant to be. That's what this whole thing is. And that's what it's going to be. Okay. And in the meantime, I don't know 100% how. I think there's going to be a handful of celebrities, in quotes, air quotes, that will die from coronavirus. There will be a handful that will be arrested and dragged across the TV. Basically, it's if they make a deal or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a few things I want to read you, do you wanna, that will help explain this a little better. Do you want to talk about the stip, stip, uh, stipends or whatever? We were, we were going to talk about that. The money? The, oh. Um, well, how he's passed this stimulus package stimulus so that... Um, and he wants them out fast. Like He wants everybody to have this shit by like early April, I think. So like they're, they can... Um, it did get passed, as far as I remember, right? Yeah. He was he was asking for a certain amount. He was pushing uh, Congress and the Senate to get it passed through fast so that we can... So basically, all these people that are affected by this have to stay home because it's a necessary thing. Because you can't have people out there because then they could use... The, they can, you know... Think about if you're 
this deep state and you're trying to fucking like you know your shit's been is almost over you're gonna do every last ditch effort now think about that in terms of everything they've done to trump for the first three years it's been non-stop and uh russian collusion impeachment and all this shit it's every last by the pussy yeah it's every last ditch effort you possibly have and you're slowly all your money's being cut off all your powers being cut off you basically and you can feel it you know it's happening so you go you got to go for broke you got to go for broke well well if if everybody's quarantined because of a fake virus so then all these people temporarily lose their jobs so what's one way to help well we'll give them fucking money i mean so question on that then i mean i know you don't know as much as the president does about it so those that still have to work policemen nurses food product processors Mm -hmm. do they get the the stimulus even though they're not everybody does every single so how are they i don't know how they're going to determine how much or whatever uh well, who and how much? But I think it's all going to be based on taxes. So, like what what you filed. So basically, uh, let's say you and Joy each filed separately. I don't know if you did because of when you got married or not. I don't know how. No, we're, we're together. So your last taxes twenty would have been twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? No, twenty nineteen. I just did twenty nineteen. Okay, so your twenty eighteen taxes. Let's Same say thing. they go off of that. Married. You guys were married. So you filed together two people in this household. So you would hypothetically get a check for the equivalent of two of you. So if it's each person gets, from what I saw, and I don't, I haven't looked a hundred percent into the exact amounts, but supposedly it's going to be based on how, how many. So like, if you filed a loan, it'd be like a thousand dollars. If you, you and her filed, plus you have two kids, it's supposed to be a thousand per person. Now, does that mean? You you'll get a check for two grand. I would assume so based on these numbers. Mm. Or is it a thousand per household? I don't know. I don't know those things. Right. I, I, we guess we could look into it. But the way I understood is it a thousand per person for every person in the United States. Now, if you'd ever filed taxes, I don't know how you would ever be how you would how they would even be able to know that you exist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know that part. I don't know homeless people. I, I don't know. But do they, I would assume it's probably only taxpayers. I would assume so. Yeah. But but my issue here is all those taxpayers that said not my president sh- should they should they get that? I mean I mean See, this, I is a, this is this is an up for debate in my opinion. If not your president, then not your stimulus check either. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I mean, yeah. or you know, you and I both know that they can track everybody's voting, even though they say yeah. they can't. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just go to those who voted for Trump gets it. Which I mean. That sucks for all you Democrats or people that, not my president, but, I mean, should you get it? I mean, I would love to talk to somebody that was a not my presidenter and have this debate with them because yeah. should you get it? You you didn't, well, I mean, not my governor, so, but at the same point, not my governor, so not my taxes. I shouldn't be taxed because I don't agree with your fucking... Mm-hmm. Okay, but we're all one here. Okay, right. whatever. Unity, that's what we're trying to get to. We're not trying to divide anymore because that was what the deep state's whole thing mm-hmm. was. So should those people get it? Not my president. Yes, you should get it too. Not saying you still have to vote for him, but you don't have a better option right now right. anyways. Right. And all he's done is... I mean, I know. I know. Every fucking media is telling you he's horrible. But you know what has happened in just the last week, Dave? 
even people from CNN have come out and said that Trump's doing a really good job. Mm-hmm. Something you would never thought you heard of. Right. Ilhan Omar, the congresswoman from Minnesota, the Somali congresswoman that hates Trump, came out and said he's doing a really good job in this handling this coronavirus. Uh, Cuomo, I forget his fucking first name. Uh, uh, Greasy Cuomo, I think is what his name is. The Italian (laughs) from New York, the whatever position he holds, uh, who fucking hates Trump has come out and said that Trump's doing a really good job. I mean, you're having these enemies of Trump come out and say all of a sudden good things. You have news people that fucking hate Trump supposedly, Mm -hmm. and it's nothing but bad shit are finally coming out and saying, and in all this Q stuff, it said early on there will come a day where all of these people, these media, will start to turn and it will all coincide with this 10 days. Everything will switch. And after the 10 days, it's going to be a whole different situation. Well, what's happening, Dave? We're almost upon what potentially will be a nationwide quarantine mm-hmm. for two weeks, which is what? About. A little over 10 it's, days. It's 14 days. Yeah. yeah, but it's a little over. So if you just take your 10 business days and mm-hmm. then your two weekends, you've got your 14, your two weeks, okay? And right before that happens, you have media start saying, oh, Trump's doing a good job. Everything starts to be exactly what has been said from in this Q shit. Once again, it could all be bullshit. But a lot of shit from QAnon has been true. Though. It's very compelling in those terms. I'll read you a few things that are from this QAnon stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. If you don't know what QAnon is, you look it up. It's basically uh, anonymous Reddit postings or uh, 4chan or 8chan or whatever chan. These basically these message boards. It's all started with that, and it's questions to make you start thinking, okay? So here's one: How do you force the release of the cures? How do you break the grip of big pharma? How do you explain the economy crashing without admitting you are breaking up the corporate monopolies? How do you drive all of the bad, manipulative money out of stock market? How do you get all peoples, regardless of race, class, political affiliation, to work together? How do you justify taking control of the economy and banking systems away from the Fed? How do you prevent mass casualty events? How do you restrict travel to make sure they can't escape? How do you seize evidence and property without media and public interference? How do you accomplish all of that without mass panic? You you have a bullshit virus, mm-hmm. and mainstream media tell everybody they need to just fucking stay home. That's how you do it. Um, how about this? You know who owns the? Um, well, it's not copyright. The patent. For the this newest strain of coronavirus, yeah, isn't it Bill Gates? Yeah, Bill Gates is a virus. Bill Gates makes computer viruses and then tells everyone they need antivirus software to get rid of them. Bill Gates makes human viruses. He partners with Big Pharma to release pathogens, then they profit off cures. Bill Gates is a bioterrorist. Just food for thought. I hope he gets taken down too. Um, here's that picture you were talking about with the yeah. news reporter and then mm-hmm. the cameraman behind with. Just regular clothes on, you know. But the media is doing what they're supposed to be doing in all this. So we can't shit on them because, well, we can because they're they're creating mass hysteria. But the mass hysteria is controlled. And in a way, they're, 
I believe they're using the fact that he knows they're going to do this mass hysteria, but it's also being used to get people to stay the fuck home. Mm-hmm. Because general population needs to think it is a virus that will kill them. When it's all said and done and everything's fine, they're going to come out with a vaccine, which I wouldn't recommend getting, but maybe this vaccine will kill all the other shit that they've put in you, too. I don't know. We'll have to discuss that as time goes yeah. on. Or it could be, it depends on who's behind the vaccine. And you have mm-hmm. to assume if this whole big operation is going on, and if they do offer a vaccine and encourage that everyone gets it, and it's maybe, see, I don't know. I don't trust the vaccines, honestly. Mm-hmm. At least the vaccines are giving now. But they're also being controlled by Deep State and Big Pharma. If that yeah. all changes hands. Oh, here's another thing. How many CEOs have resigned in 2020? Do you, do you have a guess, Dave? A hundred. Several notable executives have stepped down or announced that they are stepping down in 2020. In fact, January 2020 set a record for most CEO departures of the U.S. in one month, 219 in all. Wow. Here are all the most notable executive departures of 2020 so far. And then after that, we'll do 2019 departures. Literally almost every Fortune 500 company within the last two or three years has stepped down. That's really? staggering. Yeah. Why? Yeah, that's a good question. I would love for somebody to explain this to me. Why has almost every Fortune 500 company CEO stepped down? Well, I don't know. Because it be a shift in how things are going to get done? They just don't like Trump, so they are going to step down? Why? When the fucking stock market is booming up mm. to this point. Up to this point. Stock market booming, every CEO steps down. Why? No, no, go ahead and think about that. I, I, I don't know. It, it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you step down if your fucking company's doing great? Right. I don't know. Bill Gates is leaving the boards of Microsoft and Berkshire Hathaway. Here are the most notable top executive departures of 2020 so far. Let's go down the list. So on March 13th. Oh, very recently. Yeah. Bill Gates announced he would be stepping down from the boards of Microsoft and Berkshire. Okay. Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, and Keith Block. Any relation? No relation. Co-CEO of Salesforce stepped down from their roles on February 25th. Several notable executives have stepped down or announced that they're stepping down in 2020. In fact, January 2020 set a record for the most CEO departures of the U.S. in one month, 219 in all. I thought that's what we were getting yeah, to. Yeah, it says okay. right there, here's all the top ones. Yeah, and then now here it says again. Okay. So Bill Gates yeah, got that. stepped down from Microsoft. Uh, um, next up. Mandy Ginsburg, CEO of of the company that oversees Tinder, Hinge, OkCupid, and Match, announced on January 28th she's stepping down after 14 years, citing personal reasons. Disney, on January 31st, Disney said on January 31st that Hulu CEO Randy Freer will be departing with no direct replacement and company leaders reporting to Disney's Kevin Mayer. In late February, Hulu's chief marketing officer, Kelly Campbell, was promoted to president of Hulu. Adam Bierman, CEO and co-founder of the cannabis company MedMen, Stepped down on February 1st after a steep decline in its share price over the last year. It also laid off 40% of its corporate workforce at the end of 2019. Terry Booth, the CEO of Aurora Cannabis, announced he was stepping down and retiring on February 6th. Several struggling Canadian cannabis companies have shifted leadership roles lately. This is just the latest. Tid Jane Thiem, or Thiem, CEO of Credit Suisse, something, resigned February 6th. Uh, Lex Wessner, CEO of L Brands, a retail company that includes Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works, stepped down February 20th after almost 60 years. 
He was the longest tenured CEO of any Fortune 500 company at the time. Also, uh, you remember Les Wexner when we talked about Epstein? Yeah. Epstein, he was, he's the one that hired Epstein to take over managing all his money. Mm-hmm. And then Epstein ended up in Les Wexner's New York, uh, apartment, that a big apartment that was mm-hmm. the biggest in New York where he brought all those girls. And that's where, uh, Prince Andrew was seen with the picture. With Didn't. the with the one girl, and he doesn't oh, yeah. remember who the fuck she is. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Les Wexner's connection to Epstein, okay? He's the big CEO that had to step down. Tyler Haney, founder and CEO of the clothing brand Outdoor Voices, stepped down February 21st. Um, uh, Fastly CEO Arter Bergman on February 22nd said he would step down. Keith Block. That's what we talked about a minute ago. Uh, CEO of Salesforce. We'll just go through the names. Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, stepped down after uh, on February 25th. Um, and Disney Corporation in general's got a, mixed up a lot with the whole uh, Epstein, Epstein thing. thing. And then child pedophilia and all this. Tons of people working for Disney, all pedophiles that have been mm-hmm. arrested and shit like that. So Disney's a bad organization. Harley Davidson CEO Matt Levitich resigned February 28th. Uh, why does it do that? Uh, Ginny Romney, CEO of IBM. We'll try and make this a little quicker. Uh, John Laguerre, CEO of T-Mobile. Jeff Weiner, CEO of LinkedIn. Mastercard CEO a- AJ Banga. Um, wait. Is that all of them? On this page, that doesn't have like a continue. I want the full list because you got to see this fucking. Yeah, because that's two hundred nineteen people, dude. That's a lot. Yeah, where and they not, yeah they didn't give the full list like they no. said they were going to. Here. See, maybe this will give us a fucking. Watch well, thirty-seven. Oh, here's thirty-seven most dramatic. So this will be like your main names, I guess. There's a fucking the point. Is there's a huge list. Um, what's that say? More than one thousand CEOs stepped down during the first three quarters of 2019. Wow. According to a report published by the staffing firm Challenger Grand Christmas, one thousand one hundred sixty executives, to be exact. Well, there's your there's your 2019 number. Oh, that's crazy. That that's a beyond Fortune 500 now. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the what is the next one down from Fortune 500? There's the Fortune 400. Well, no, it would be I think the Fortune 1000 or something, yeah. or you know, whatever. The point is that that's a lot, dude. I mean, um, Boeing, Dennis Mullenberg from Boeing, Stephen Corey from Away. I don't know what that is. Um, Susan Desmond Hellman of Gates Foundation, United Airlines Oscar Munoz, Expedia Mark Okerstrom, uh, Larry Page from Alphabet, Melanie Whalen from SoulCycle, Art Peck from Gap, Steve Easterbrook from McDonald's, Tim Sloan Wells Fargo, Scott Key David's Bridal, Patrick Byrne Overstock, Kevin Plank Under Armour. Sheila Lirio Marcello, Care.com. 
Carl Liebert from AutoNation, Geisha Williams, PG&E, um, Bernardo Heese, Kraft Heinz, Brad Dickerson, Blue Apron, Dion Weisler, HP. Do we have to have a fucking ad in, in between every single know, one? Right? Steven Nelson, United Healthcare. Victor Herrero, Guess. Chris Beard, Mozilla. David Hagen, Boingo Wireless. Mm-hmm. Jerry Strick- Stritsky, REI. Stephen Tamara's Bed Bath & Beyond. Steve Stagner, Mattress Firm. Kevin Sujara, Warner Brothers. John Stanley, Rite Aid. Tom Kingsbury, Burlington Stores. Hubert Jolie, Best Buy. Jesse and Angelo, New York Post. Uh, Ian Cook, Colgate, Palmolive. Steve Kandarian, MetLife. Devin Wenig, eBay. Kevin Burns, Jewel. Mark Parker, Nike. Adam Newman, WeWork. That's all the ones on this one. Um, okay, so now you probably, people are probably sitting there saying, so half those companies I've never even heard of, and so what are you trying to say about every single one of those? I don't know. Have you ever in the history of the fucking world, have you ever heard of this many, over a thousand in two years? Yeah. Step down from a Fortune 500 or a Fortune 1000? And they don't all look old like they're in retirement age either. No. You know? Why would every single company in a booming economy, would you have all these CEOs step down? All their companies? Well, I mean, are they all doing well or are they all not doing well? You know all of the, these companies. Is Nike going out of business? Is Disney going out of business? Nope, nope. I mean, Disney's fucking skyrocketed the moon with Star Wars alone. Mm-hmm. They don't need any other property, and they could fucking make it on just Star Wars alone. Right, right. But the CEO needs to step down. Um, Warner Brothers. At Warner. I mean, just in general. Bill Gates. Hmm. Yeah. Why? When. And these, it's not like they just did when the economy started tanking. This has been an ongoing thing mm-hmm. since Trump got elected. The numbers of CEOs of major companies, we'll just go major companies, right. that have stepped down is is literally almost every major company the CEO has stepped down. That's crazy. There's, there's, I mean, does anybody want to float a fucking idea as to why? Maybe because it's a changing of the tides. It's a changing of the guard here. It's a uh, the Wells Fargo lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was just... When did the lady from Wells Fargo... Uh, step down. Let's we'll see. Uh, it was just, literally just in like... I don't know if it was him. Yeah, three... No, that was 2019. Who was the lady... Was it Wells Fargo or was it one of these other ones? Let's see. It was just 2020. Hmm... Yeah. March 9th, 2020. This is an interesting one. Wells Fargo Betsy Duke quits before turn in Washington hot seat. So, um, that's from the Los Angeles Times. Betsy Duke stepped down as chairwoman of Wells Fargo and Company ahead of a dramatic congressional hearing set for this week examining the board's role in the bank's scandals. 
Democrats atop the House Financial Services Committee made no secret of their intent to target Duke and other past and current leaders, issuing a scathing report last week on the bank's interactions with regulators. On Monday morning, Wells Fargo said Duke had resigned, replaced by Charles Nosky. James Quigley will also leave the bank's board. Duke, 67, who had been the most senior woman in U.S. finance, will have her chance to address the criticism. She and Quigley are scheduled to testify to the panel of lawmakers whose bipartisan lashings already helped prompt two previous chief executives to step down. Since we were made aware of the egregious harm suffered by Wells Fargo's customers, we were and remain fiercely determined to do right by them and to strengthen the bank's culture and controls, Duke and Quigley said in a statement Monday. We believe that our decision will facilitate the bank's, bank's and the new CEO's ability to turn the page. The hearings are scheduled to begin Tuesday with an appearance by CEO Charles Scharf less than five months, five months into his tenure. The panel will seek his thoughts on next steps for what it calls the bank that broke America's trust. Uh, Duke had been on the board since 2015, and Quigley, who joined in 2013, are to appear Wednesday. They will be grilled on the role of the board of directors in the bank's egregious pattern of consumer abuses. Okay. Um... So, basically, hey, you got to come to uh, Washington and we're going to fucking grill you. No, nope, I'm resigning. Basically. Yeah. So, does that make her null and void now? She doesn't have to testify now or get grilled against? I guess not because I, I think they're going to send somebody else yeah, to sending, basically answer for all the issues that probably wasn't there to. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, very similar to if you think back, what was that Jim Carrey movie? Um dick and jane or something like yeah, that yeah where he gets promoted to go on tv but right before he goes on tv the fucking company shuts down mm-hmm. and they're gonna you know what i mean and he goes on tv and they and it just came up but he doesn't even know it and they start asking him, basically this right so he was the fall guy yeah so everybody hates him but, but he had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with yeah. it so uh and and that this is just like so as the market starts to crash, that you know what I mean, they're trying to like this was just recent, like right. Mm-hmm. This was like five days, I don't know, ten days ago. This happened, okay. Amidst the coronavirus and the right. stock market crashing, and the, oh, hey, why is this all happening? What is your role in all this? Well, I'm stepping down. So the point is, <coughs> all these CEOs are being encouraged to leave. Like we're gonna so. If you were in, say, Trump's shoes and you're meeting with all these, you know, top people running these major companies and they're all stepping down and new people come in, it's a new change of the guard. Mm -hmm. It's a reset on all these companies. So you're all against me. So we're going to fix that. Right. Because we're not going to play this fucking Satanist pedophile game anymore which a lot of them probably had to do something to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. So we'll put people in there that aren't compromised, that aren't fucking kids, that aren't trafficking kids, that aren't into all this shit. We'll put somebody else in charge of your companies. You'll all step down because if you don't, we'll, we'll raid you and arrest you on live TV. Right. Or you can step down and you can save face, but you're out of the fucking equation now. Right. You can't fucking do anything anymore exactly and and they may still all get something on a low level thing where they'll get to save face that's the thing or they'll get coronavirus or something like that right point is there's new people in charge that aren't compromised Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden 
we move forward and all these companies are successful, which is what Trump's trying to do, building the economy. He was there. In the meantime, the county and all these companies start doing really well. All the CEOs step down. It's really weird. It doesn't make sense. You wouldn't do that, mm-hmm. right? Right. So um, here's the thing. It's muddy waters. It's it's not going to be all these people are arrested. It's not. You're not going to see this on your mainstream because you can't because the general population can't handle it. They can't. They can't barely handle the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> coronavirus yeah. Could you imagine if? On TV, Obama gets arrested. Could you imagine this for oh, for the spying on Trump and all the other shit that he did? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we haven't even talked about Obama. We haven't, but I mean, everybody knows how I feel about Hillary. But you're these people. I don't believe you're going to see, but I think you will see some low level ones, and these other ones will be on a different level of like something else will happen to them. It's not going to be obvious. You know what I mean? Right. But they're going to be, and everything you hear from them will be very controlled because it's so that they can save face. Basically, are you going to make a deal or not? Um, in terms of like you, uh, like a Weinstein, mm-hmm. he's probably, in order to get his sentence reduced, because we all know he was already found guilty, but he has, has he been sentenced yet? I don't think he has. I don't think so. Not, not. Like he's been found guilty, but hasn't. It can be up to a certain amount. Well, if he can, he can get that reduced every. If he starts giving names, giving information, mm-hmm. uh, this is why they killed Epstein because they didn't want him to give names because right. it exposed a lot. Well, it doesn't matter because a lot of those people, CEOs, celebrities, politicians, mm. all those CEOs are stepping down because they're all guilty and they all know it. Right. And uh, part of the deal is probably you step down, get the fuck out of the way, and we won't hammer you as bad. You're going to get hammered. You're just not going to get hammered as bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you step down and get the fuck out of the way, and we'll leave you the fuck alone. Right. You'll basically stay out of prison, but you're not in charge anymore. And you'll never be in charge ever again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. It's it's. So I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to go down, but we'll monitor it, I guess, and yeah, we'll see how right. this goes. But ultimately, I do think... That you're going to have, it, it'll be basically a nationwide, each state will declare it themselves, so it's not at a national level, but it's in each state level, a full state quarantine for most everybody. There's going to be that small percent right. of population that will still have to work, but everybody else, and it will in that will coincide with a national, so each state's governor will come out and say we're doing a statewide whatever. And the national level, they're gonna, which I've already passed it. Everybody will get relief, and it will be there within X amount of weeks. So during the, you know, you get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, to me, it, I to me, I see it all very clear in my head. I know it's hard to explain for people that maybe no, don't, it makes sense. Don't get it, but because most most companies pay your people every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So if we shut down, say starting next Monday, real time for two weeks. By that time, we should have our first check. Stimulus check, Mm -hmm. which would basically save you from, you know what I mean? It may Mm -hmm. not be your, it'll be, it's equivalent of a percent of your check. For some people, it may be higher than their normal two-week check or one-week check or whatever. For some, it will be less. When I get laid off, I don't get 100% of my, I get 70%. Some unemployment and some through this, but it's through union that negotiates that. I don't get my full amount that I would if I was working, 
but it's all based on de- supply and demand. Like if their demand's not there, then they lay us off temporarily. Mm-hmm. So I get a percent of what. So this is kind of what it's going to be. It's going to don't go out and be fucking idiot and right. you know. I mean, you're going to need this now for your rent because you've already gone out and spent $2,000 on fucking toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so use it for your rent. Is right. Ultimately, you if you're not an idiot, which half the fucking population is, unfortunately, but this is going to help. And you're supposed to get two checks, but they'll be two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. You should get the first one probably in two weeks and the next one in two weeks after that. But by then, everyone should be back working. Right. Hypothetically. And this coronavirus will just kind of disappear. Go away. Like it said in the book, and and you're going to see a whole different thing. You're you're always going to have someone in the mainstream media that's not going to like Trump, and that's by design. You have to you have to have the other side. Mm-hmm. But in general, you will see a majority of them. All of a sudden, they're going to be on his side, and you're I. We'll see. This is what I think, and this is all based on QAnon. And if you're curious about what the fuck this is, just start Googling QAnon. Right. I think the final thing that I'll play for you is a YouTube video, and this will summarize this podcast as a whole. So we've gotten you to hear it. We have given you my theory, my opinion, uh, very general. I mean, if you want to really dig into Q, you can, you listeners, whoever, because it'll it'll really, like, you can really get into it, Okay. Um, but this, this video will, that I'll play, it's, it's visual, but it, it basically gives you your wrap up in like 10 minutes of what Q is and what this plan is. Okay. Have you ever seen this? No. Let's see here. Um, I think it's this one right here. We never did play the uh, video audio either, or voicemail. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think we talked about it on this episode, did we? No, but you told me. We'll, we'll do that another time. Right. Uh, it's not a pertinent, really, to this. Oh, it's, you said it's, it might be. It could be if you wanted to, like, we could probably do it another time, though. Okay. Um, so this is, if you want to watch it yourself, you can, or you can just listen to it here. This is basically, like I was saying, this is like a wrap-up of, of what Q is and what this plan is to get us to where we are. Um, it's, you can go to YouTube and put in cue the plan to save the world remastered and just, uh, yeah, it's the, it's 13 minutes and 15 seconds. Okay. It's not super long, but it, it will give you your. Have you ever wondered why we go to war or why you never seem to be able to get out of debt? Why there is poverty, division, and crime? What if I told you there was a reason for it all? What if I told you it was done on purpose? What if I told you that those who were corrupting the world, poisoning our food, and igniting conflict were themselves about to be permanently eradicated from the earth? You might think that an idealistic fantasy. Well, let me tell you a story. We acknowledge there are criminals, of course. They rob your house. They steal your phone. They can murder you, too, if they think they can get away with it. We have all experienced criminals in one way or another. Criminals, as we know, are those who choose personal gain over the rights of others and have no regard for the law. But here is where you need to expand your thinking. Criminals can also succeed in business and politics and can be elected as our leaders. If a criminal became the president, imagine what they could achieve. 
they could use the full weight of their executive power to commit much larger crimes and ensure they and their friends were enriched to the fullest extent possible. A criminal president could create alliances with other criminal presidents and then collaborate on more global criminal activities. Anything goes. Drug running, human trafficking, whatever makes the big bucks. The 20th century was turbulent with war, economic disaster, famines and displacement. We have always accepted these things as just human nature and simply the way the world works. Something inevitable and due to the weaknesses of human nature that drive us to these actions. This is where we were all tragically wrong. You are not a criminal. I'm not a criminal. So how can we just assume that it is human nature that is driving all this pain and misery? What if it wasn't human nature at all, and as a result of something more deliberate? We were taught that capitalism was the cause of a massive rich-poor divide and the reason for poverty, which in turn is the reason for war, crime, and starvation. Others were taught that communism, the system of equal wealth across all people, was really to blame for the mess. But you see, folks, it is none of these things. It is not our nature to fight and be racist. It is not in our nature to rob from others. What you must learn is that it was the criminals all along. Yes, they got power. More power than a criminal should ever have. They rose to the top of media companies that control our news and entertainment. They ascended to the top of the banking system, also to the Oval Office, to Brussels, to the Vatican, to the Crown. They crept in quietly. They became leaders of agricultural companies who have control over our food supply. Also big pharmaceutical companies, the ones we trust to help us when we're sick. Nobody stopped them, and they just recruited more criminals to help them. First, they accumulated the world's wealth. They invented a system of money called central banking, which lends money to governments with interest, placing countries into eternal debt. People's wealth got less. Their wealth got more. Much more. When a criminal is already as rich as they can get, then protecting their ill-gotten gains becomes the priority. Angry citizens tired of being poor are a major obstacle and can revolt if they suffer enough. The criminals needed to prevent this. So they diverted attention to the last remaining competitor, the people of the world. You and me. We were not happy being ruled by criminals and having to work three jobs just to survive. They know we won't accept it. So they use their control of the media to set black against white, woman against man, young against old, Muslim against Christian. They convinced us we were the problem so that we would fight and destroy ourselves. To get it done faster, they attacked all aspects of humanity that make us strong. Like family, using their influence over culture, they popularized lifestyle choices that led to a surge in broken homes lost youth, and substance abuse. I could talk all day about how else they deliberately weakened us and it would turn your stomach. We were just trying to get on with living. So where are all the good guys? Good people just want to get married, have kids, make a living, and enjoy their liberty. Well, there were good guys, many. One became the President of the United States in January 1961. He knew about these criminals and wanted them gone. He knew their intentions for us all and he wanted to fight them. Sadly, he had no idea how powerful they had become. 
Reagan also had good intentions for the American people. He knew this criminal mafia controlled almost everything by this stage, including the powerful rogue intelligence agencies. His economic policies were promising, but the criminals needed a weak America to hold on to their power. Reagan was shown with a bullet that a growing U.S. economy and prosperous citizens were not what the criminals wanted. It was looking pretty grim for good people. Every time someone wanted to stand up and do the right thing, they got stopped. Were we ever to be freed? These criminals are also known as the Deep State, or Cabal, because of how they control things behind the scenes. Every president after Reagan was one of these Deep State criminals, and their empire got even stronger. With each bad president came new depths America and the world would sink. The world collapsed into darkness. Do you need me to tell you how? Destroyed factories, declining job numbers, sicker people, opioids, destruction of Iraq, Syria, and Yemen with pointless war, displacement of people into Europe, ISIS, terrorism, collapsed governments, poverty, and genocide. Total misery. Do you think that was inevitable? Hell no. Well, here is where things start to take a new turn. When the full picture comes to be known, it will forever be regarded as the greatest story ever told. Well, here is the top line. Some good people still held positions of power. They valued humanity and the rule of law. While the criminals discussed their game plan at the annual Bilderberg meetings, the good guys were making plans of their own. The information age was coming to change history forever. As the internet flooded into every home and appliances became smarter, and when people started carrying tracking devices, an opportunity to put an end to criminal control over the world was emerging. We became connected, trackable, and surveilled. But so did they. They became dependent, just like we did, on email, SMS, instant communication. It made crime much easier, but it also put them on a grid that, if accessed by the right people, would expose their crimes to the public and end their iron grip on us once and for all. In this new age of information, it was thought that the military should also have its own intelligence agency to focus on cybercrime and espionage. They called this the NSA, the National Security Agency. Here we had every phone call, email, and text from every device stored and archived. Whether it be someone making a doctor's appointment or the deep state setting up a massive heroin purchase from the Taliban. In the right hands, it would be enough information to expose the entire sinister criminal plot to rub us blind and wipe us out. Hold that thought. Now I need to explain the plan. The good guys were devising a plan to reclaim the world from the cabal and return it to the people. It would involve alliances with multiple countries, since the criminals had global rat lines, trade and other infrastructure in place that would need their cooperation. It came down to two choices for America. Launch a military coup to seize the government from whichever cabal puppet was in the White House at the time. Or win legitimately, take control of the NSA, expose the criminals for what they are, and arrest them all. Obviously, the first option would be very troubling for the public. With people still preoccupied with cabal-engineered social issues, they would likely revolt and hurt themselves and others. No, it would have to be the latter. So they needed a candidate who could win, and who could win big. Many states like California had been so heavily inundated by criminals that even the voting machines were electronically set up to swing votes any which way. 
it would need to be a very decisive victory. Good patriots in the U.S. military and their global partners asked Trump to run for president so they could take back control of America legitimately without alarming the public. Trump was a good choice, obviously, because he overcame the vote of fraud and won. But he was a patriot, and he was loved and admired by the public. He was not interested in joining the cabal, because they hated America, and he did not agree with them on that point. As soon as he showed interest in taking power, they activated their media assets to viciously turn on him. That's when we saw the sudden hatred emerge. Even when he won, the cabal still had no idea what he was a part of and the sophisticated plan that was about to unfold against them. Shocked at their loss, they mobilized their full arsenal of intelligence, media, money, and technology to try and take back power. There were people at the top of the DOJ and FBI then put together a plan to frame Trump and have him impeached. This is where we come back to the NSA again. All messages were stored and could be used to expose this plot and prevent Trump's overthrow. An entire book will be written about the first two years of Trump's presidency. False flag terror attacks, down planes, missile alerts, assassination attempts. Here is the point. The world is currently experiencing a dramatic covert war of biblical proportions. Literally the fight for Earth between the forces of good and evil. I can't put it in simpler terms, but I can say it appears the good guys are winning. The cabal had complete control over North Korea. They hijacked the Kim dynasty, took them hostage, and worked to build up a nuclear arsenal to threaten the world. Kim Jong-un suddenly embracing peace was simply because the deep state were beaten and driven out. ISIS was also destroyed in the year following Trump's win. We are all starting to see the pattern now that enough time has passed, that our biggest global concerns are starting to recede, and peace is returning. It is all evidence that the good guys are winning the war. But we are still in the middle. While a lot is improving, it still puzzles many that most of these known criminals are still free, especially the higher-ups like Hillary Clinton, the Bushes, and Obama. That is coming in the next chapter of the story. That's why we have Q. The good guys with control over the NSA began the Q intelligence dissemination program to invoke an online grassroots movement that came to be called The Great Awakening. It started on underground internet channels and then moved to the mainstream. Q has been a fun distraction for those who follow world events and desire truth, but it is about to begin a much more important and necessary phase, keeping the public informed when the deep state war breaks out onto the surface. By this, I mean high-profile arrests. Yes, folks, the criminals I'm referring to are famous politicians, actors, singers, CEOs, and celebrities, people who have earned our trust, respect, and admiration. They have done very bad things that are all fully known and documented, and they will be severely punished. Those of us who have followed Q since the beginning will be here to help you make sense of the coming events. We are among the first to realize that our petty partisan divisions are just trivial distractions, and we are all enslaved by a hidden enemy. We realize that the problem was never capitalism or socialism, Democrat or Republican, black or white, Muslim or Christian. We know it was just very powerful criminals who had too much power. Fellow slaves, it's time to buckle your seatbelt, recognize your true enemy, and embrace a new future that we all owe to the brave patriots who risk their lives to achieve this victory against the greatest force of evil the world has ever known. May God bless America.
That's cool. Did you read that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thoughts. Does that kind of summarize in general? And well, keep in mind, this video was uh, uploaded March 6, 2019. A year ago. Um, and this is remastered. There was an original one before the remastered one, which was before that even. So to be fair, this is a year old, at least, this video mm-hmm. and what it was talking about. Yet it it sets you up right to where we're at now. Almost now, we're in that what they say is the next chapter. Now, here's another thing. I wanted. To, I was going to stop it, but I thought I don't want to stop it because I want it to play all the way through. But I'll just add it at the end. Uh, Italy has a shit ton of fucking coronavirus issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they're they're one of the worst. Right. Almost worse than China in a way with deaths and shit like that. Half of the Vatican has this fucking coronavirus supposedly well half the vatican's pedophiles yeah isn't that ironic just saying so italy the country is on full fucking quarantine right why because literally half of the fucking vatican is gonna get arrested and they're they're fucked Mm -hmm. that's why it has nothing to do with just general people there getting this it's because they're shutting them down so that they can't go anywhere, so they can't escape. Yeah. And didn't someone that just met with the Pope get um, diagnosed with it? Yeah, I think I think he has it, too. <laughs> Maybe he has it, too. I, I remember something about the Pope just the other day. He was recently. getting sick. I know that. February 29th, 29th, Pope Francis canceled third day of events of his battle's illness. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They haven't officially come out and said he has it, but it wouldn't surprise me. I'm telling you, here's the thing. If this isn't part of this plan, this whole Q thing, if this whole coronavirus isn't setting up our 10 days of full-blown quarantine to go and do this full fucking operation, Mm. then... I don't, it, to me, if this, I mean, it's a perfect fucking cover. Right. So if it's not, and that's a problem. As I I know in that video it says there's going to be mass arrests, but I don't feel like the population can handle full-blown TV mass arrests. I don't feel like they can handle it. But if you can. Do both arrests and kill. Or say that they died of it. Well, I mean. A lot of certain, a lot of certain people with the treason, you put them in military tribunals and they die. But you can easily cover with the coronavirus. I mean, mm-hmm. you can get to save face. You're still put to death because what is the uh, punishment for treason? Death, hanging. I mean, mm-hmm. hanging. I mean, you're gonna hang people on live TV? No, but you put them to death in after because of a. Oh, here's the other thing. Interesting little piece. I don't know if it means anything, but we can't be in groups of 10 or more, which means if you arrest these people, you can't have juries because there are 12 people. So you have to do a military tribunal. Therefore, especially if what it is that you're being arrested for is something like treason and all that. I mean, it forces forces you into literally everything has been set up so they cannot... They're in a corner and they have he, nowhere to go. He's about to say checkmate. That's all he's got. Basically, he's got a tweet checkmate. And we know it's game on. At yeah, that point. it's over. Well, a checkmate means it's over, yeah. which means you're everybody that did that's 
fucked is fucked. I mean, they're yeah. already fucked, and they've been fucked for three, four fucking years. He's had them all by the balls, but he's let them play their game, let them mm-hmm. play out, so everybody can see that the news is fake, that they're all corrupt. He's let them expose themselves. Mm-hmm. Why stop an enemy who's destroying themselves? You know what I mean? Why stop them? Or wh- right. whatever that fucking quote yeah. is. I don't know. He that. gave them enough rope to the, let them hang themselves. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. No pun intended, but yeah. yeah. No, pun intended. <laughs> Literally. It could be no pun, yeah. but it could also be pun intended. Yeah. The point is, if this isn't what it is, then I am so confused as to how it's just so perfectly set up in a way. Mm. Everything just is falling into place yeah. that's been predicted. And, and we could, and you know, early on, I said we should start doing these cue things, and then I was like, wish you wish I didn't want to put as much time into it, but yet I follow it, but not, I mean, it just seemed like a huge undertaking mm-hmm. and whatever. But in hindsight, I wish we would have, because it had been going for like a year at the point where I thought right. we should maybe do it, and right. you were down, but there's like these, so if you go back and look at, say, March 20th, of a Q post in 2019 or 2018 or 2017, there are things that are said in 2017 that apply to now. It made no sense in 2017, but apply now. Um, there's shit that on January 13th, when the coronavirus became a thing, January 13th, 20, or it was something like a year before, the Q post on that day is you're all safe or something like Americans are safe or something like that. Well, it made no sense on that date then. So once again, now we're getting into this, well, is he fucking time traveling type shit? Because how would you know? Right. Right. I don't know, dude. I know it all sounds weird and whatever, no, but it, it's all, I mean, it's it all makes fucking sense. strange. It's too strange. How could you find and, and I know that's just a stupid one little example. There are hundreds of these things of shit that was posted two years ago and you coincide the date to like right now um, of that date from years ago. Mm -hmm. And there is shit that made absolutely no fucking sense two years ago in these posts that that are currently 100%. It's it's very, for for lack of a better term, it's very Tupac-esque how he could have died but puts out songs two years after he's dead talking about shit that couldn't have possibly known. Mm-hmm. Which leads everybody to think, well, he's still alive. You know, that's a very common conspiracy. A lot of people say, oh, well, whatever. He was right. just a, he's a prophet. You know, some people think, and some people thought he was still alive. It's very Tupac-esque in that, how can the fuck could you be dead but have made these songs that never got released that are applicable to shit that happened after you were dead? Mm-hmm. How? How could you know this shit? Well, you couldn't. So was he alive, or does he just he would just happen to be more knowledgeable in potential? Fe- I, I don't know, but there's how, how could you post shit two years ago and it be applicable to the day right. now? It's impossible. It's it's a it's a almost impossibility. Could you write a book today that's specific to something? And well, you could if you could maybe I don't know look up project looking glass maybe that can explain it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. do you know what that is no 
that's not what I'm trying to look up. Maybe it's Operation Looking Glass. What the fuck's it called? It's the, uh... Goddamn Google. Sir, don't make it easy to find shit. Not anymore. Uh, maybe it's Stargate. Looking Glass, though. It's supposed to be a... Maybe they... What the fuck? <laughs> With these goddamn ads. Stop. Between... Google broken and ads. I don't. It makes it really hard to find anything. All right. Oh god my damn god. It. Literally, I scroll and it fucking. So this is this is basically it's it's a project looking glass, but you can't now. It's fucking shrouded in companies and bullshit. bullshit that's yeah. not what it is. Um, I'm trying to find. You'd think they would be. Well, I can't wait till all this goes down this. so Google gets fixed. <laughs> well, supposedly, I just saw a thing just uh, was it yesterday, or the day before that. If you look, if you look up Adrenochrome on Google, and I haven't tried it yet, but if you look looked up Adrenochrome eight months ago on Google, mm-hmm. you would get only the reference to it in um, what's that movie with Johnny Depp, the fucking where he's crazy and uh, oh yeah, um, you know what I'm talking about Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that one. Uh, you'd only get references to that. Now, if you look it up, like images is shows you nothing but Hillary and Bill Clinton, and it basically like what it actually is. Oh, really? And so there's, and then if you look up a lot of these like things that used to be how we would look shit up, and then it's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like the Clinton body count, it used to reference you to a body shop in Clinton, Iowa, right. and then it would be nothing about Hillary and Bill. Now, if you do it, supposedly. It's that's all it is. Mm. It's not so supposedly the the thought was that somehow they've fucking taken back Google. I think yeah. also the Google CEO has stepped, stepped down, down as well. Um, but suppose you know I haven't tried it yet, and this was literally just like yesterday. I think mm-hmm. that I saw this, so it might be something we try. Uh, let's see. Maybe this is what it is. Uh, Project Looking Glass going forward in order to look back. So. I'll just read. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to read this because I think that's kind of... So basically, not necessarily they're time traveling, but they have the ability to... Um, well, this should explain it. Many believe that Q, based on multiple posts, is a group linked to U.S. Army intelligence working closely with Trump, with the Trump White House. At first glance, it would be logical that military intelligence is helping eight coon... Which is now eight, which was eight chan to emerge online since that eight chan slash eight kun was the only venue in which Q posts. However, it's unlikely that the U.S. military would do this in any transparent way, given the legal and political implications of supporting a posting board that many in the general public have been convinced by the mainstream media to be a venue for radical right wing what radicals. That's a lot of radical in that yeah. sentence there. Nevertheless, by referring to this guy here, I don't know how to pronounce that name's tweet. 
Q is sending a clear message that the military intelligence community is in some way helping Akun establish a new internet presence, perhaps by protecting it from denial of service attacks. This is where Q's reference to Project Looking Glass becomes very significant. The first public reference to a Project Looking Glass came from the legendary UFO whistleblower Bob Lazar back when he first emerged into public realm of 1989 when he identified it as one of the classified projects run out of the S-4 facility at Area 51. In an interview, Lazar replied to a question about the project as follows. Question. Wasn't there something about Looking Glass Project Looking Glass? Lazar's answer. Yeah, that was later on. When we started getting into the heavy physics of it because gravity distorts space and time and what they were trying to do, and I say look back in time and some people conjure up images of a time tunnel. They're looking at distorting time in microseconds to see whatever event they were trying to observe through a gravitational lens. So that was a different project they were dealing with that. But that was essentially playing with gravity distorting time. Uh, while Lazar was not himself involved in Project Looking Glass, others have come forward to reveal what they knew about classified military experiments to distort time to peer into the past. Among these was Preston Nichols, who was involved in a classified project called Montauk that was first publicly revealed in his 1992 book Montauk Project Experiments in Time. Nichols explained that the Montauk Project ran from 1971 to 1983 at Montauk Air Station, Long Island, New York, and involved many human subjects in bizarre military experiments. Some of these experiments involved humans being trained to use extraterrestrial technology, such as a chair that significantly enhanced psychic abilities, so one could do extraordinary things like distorting or warping time to look into the past or future. Nichols explained what happened when the psychic Duncan Cameron sat in the Montauk chair. Duncan would start out sitting in the chair, then the transmitter would be turned on. His mind would be blank and clear. He would then be directed to concentrate on an opening in time from, say, 1980, then the current time to 1990. At this point, a hole or time portal would appear right in the center of the Delta T antenna. You could walk through the portal from 1980 to 1990. There was an opening that you could look into. It looked like a circular corridor with a light at the other end. The time door would remain as long as Duncan could concentrate on 1990 and 1980. Basically, psychics were placed in the Montauk chair and were in this way able to peer into different historical periods, periods to gain information of interest to their military intelligence handlers. There was a lot more to Montauk than merely viewing past, viewing the past and future, as suggested by Nichols' reference to being able to walk through the time portal. A recent documentary called The Montauk Chronicles describes the many bizarre experiments that occurred there and the first-hand testimonies of many participants, the majority of women, majority of whom were terribly abused. In fact, thousands of children were in, involuntarily pulled from the streets and were lost or killed after being sent through the time portals. The Montauk Project, however, is not the earliest reference to the extraterrestrial technology being in the possession of the U.S. military, which allowed it to view events in different historical periods. In, in a 1964 television interview, George Van Tassel, who claimed to have had physical contact with human-looking extraterrestrials, said that they showed him technology that could be used to view a visual scene from any historical time period which the U.S. Navy had in its position. Van Tassel says that the technology was quickly classified by the Navy and the inventor was forced to work for it. The time travel viewing technology described by Van Tassel in his 1964 interview is very similar to what was decades later described by Lazar as Project Looking Glass, which he said was also run by the U.S. Navy. If we accept the testimonies of Lazar, Nichols, Van Tassel, and others, then it is clear that the U.S. military intelligence community has been conducting Project Looking Glass since at least the early 1960s. 
Returning to Q's November 11th post, is Q suggesting that the military intelligence community is using Project Looking Glass technology against the deep state? This is what Jordan Sather declares in his most recent video up on, on his popular Destroying the Illusion YouTube channel. He suggests rather optimistically this is why the deep state has been befuddled by Q and the military intelligence community. See, we talked about that, him being a time traveler and being able to know what was coming. Exactly. So if you can look and see what they're going to do, for instance, you and I say, sit here and play a game of chess. Mm-hmm. If you could access this thing and see my next four moves, then you could easily play into those moves knowing what I'm going to do mm-hmm. so that ultimately you could devise a plan to beat me. Right? Right. Assuming I'm your enemy in this. Okay, while I agree with Sather that Q and military intelligence community is using Project Looking Glass technology in a covert civil war with the deep state, it is worth emphasizing that the deep state has been using Project Looking Glass technology even longer than the U.S. military intelligence community. The earliest reference to the kind of technology discussed in Project Looking Glass actually comes from Italy in the 1950s. A Dominican priest by the name of Father Pellegrino Ernetti invented a chronovisor by electronically modifying the frequencies of chants by Benedictine monks when viewed on a TV-like monitor. By manipulating the frequencies, Ernetti discovered one could look into the past. He claims to have witnessed the crucifixion of Christ and other historical events in this way. Um, in the book... Father Ernetti's chronovisor, the creation and disappearance of the world's first time machine. Peter Crassa investigates Ernetti's amazing discovery. He explains how the technology was turned over to the Vatican hierarchy, which in turn passed it on to the Central Intelligence Agency. It's worth emphasizing that the then chief of the CIA counterintelligence division, James Jesus Jesus Angleton, I don't know which one it is, handled both the Vatican and the Israeli desks during his long service from 1954 to 1975. The CIA developed chronovisor technology for the control group running extraterrestrial-related projects, Majestic 12, one of the principal arms of the deep state. Given that the CIA is the key agency for raising black-budget funds for the entire military-industrial complex, it would have been easy to siphon off sufficient funds to conduct its own project-looking-glass project. Indeed, this is precisely what occurred, according to Andrew Basiago, a practicing attorney who says he was involved in a Project Pegasus uh, from 1967 to 1971, as a six-year-old. He says that the chronovisor developed by Father Ernetti was refined by the CA in collaboration with the then-advanced research projects agency, ARPA, now DARPA. Basiago claims that in 1970, he and other Project Pegasus child participants visited various classified facilities hosting chronovisors. In fall 1970, the children in my group first began accessing past and future events via third- and fourth-dimensional Ernetti Gemelli chronovisors situated at the General Manufacturing Company in Convent Station, New Jersey, a public auditorium under construction in Morristown, New Jersey, and the ITT Defense Communications Facility in Nutley, New Jersey. Basiago's assertion of visiting a classified facility run by ITT in Nutley, New Jersey in 1970 received surprising corroboration by no less a personage than famed radio host Art Bell, who was at the time employed by ITT in a classified NATO com communication project. This was information Bell had never before publicly revealed. He was clearly shocked as Basiago revealed during a live radio interview on August 14, 2015, how he encountered Bell working on a classified project at the Nutley facility in 1970 when Basiago was only eight or nine years old. Basiago asserts that chronovisor technologies was one among many ways in which the CIA and its intelligence partners could view 
the past and future in order to gain intelligence data and to also attempt to manipulate history through time travel experiments. Consequently, it's worth emphasizing that both the military intelligence community, Q, and the deep state CIA are using time-distorting technologies to peer into the future to anticipate each other's moves. This would explain why many of Q's predictions have not panned out, and the deep state appear to have warded off the most damaging revelations made by Q. The conclusion is that we are not just witnessing an information war between Q slash military intelligence slash Trump administration and the deep state slash CIA slash Project 12, but it also a temporal war. Q's reference to Project Looking Glass invites members of the Patriot movement to dive deep into highly classified world of time-distorting technologies and their connection to visiting extraterrestrial life. Remember the name Bassiago? I don't. Doesn't that, you don't, that doesn't sound familiar at uh-uh. all? Remember that voicemail we got? Yeah. From that yeah. weird number that yeah. was going to... And I had that series of texts from that person as yeah. well. Um, there's text with, with a link to Art Bell interviews with Bassiago. Uh-huh. So this person, whoever the fuck that was, was sending this shit. So it might be worth going back and actually looking into this Bassiago guy for another think tank at another time. Okay. Um, so maybe we had more information then than well, what we, we even realized. Yeah. Um, that that line there, here, the uh, this here. That why many of Q's predictions have not panned out. They haven't panned out because they're a year or two. They haven't, you know what I mean? Like, things, that's what I said, was saying, how something that could come out today, two years ago, made mm-hmm. no sense then. It didn't, you know what I mean? It didn't mean anything, but it does now. Right. Because you got it. So let's just say, hypothetically, they're constantly looking, but you can only look so far, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So far into the future say, two years, so you see it, oh, shit, on March 13th, 2020, this is going to happen. Put it out now, March 13th, right. 2018. Right. Not going to make fucking sense in 2018, but it will in 2020 mm-hmm. when you go back and look at that date then. It's all been done. If you really want like, people have to go look into this Q thing. Not the mainstream version of Q, mm-hmm. but look into actual QAnon. And all that shit. And there will be shit there that you, you can't explain. It doesn't make sense. The only way it could make sense is this. And then everything else will make sense through this. Hence the reason I'm not panicking. Because I see this whole coronavirus thing as a cover for a larger operation, which is going to fix everything. So, who I'm knows? Angry. It's interesting. But then you still have the 5G and you have all this mm-hmm. other shit. I don't know. I mean... Who knows, dude? It could all, yeah. and this could be part of it. Uh, so it this this coronavirus it could be being used by both sides. It could be the deep state with their five G, mm-hmm. but then you know what I mean. It could be this other operation. So it could be both being u- utilizing the same thing for different results. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's interesting well, either way. Only time will tell, bro. Truly, only time will tell. Because when it's all said and done, either that video we just watched is gonna come to fruition, come to fruition, or the the numbers we just did will be even worse mm-hmm. than what we had, and and everything will just who knows? I guess the economy will never return. You know, 
uh, will stay on the Federal Reserve's thing, which is an, a federally. I mean, it's it's just the name. Yeah, it's there's so much, and if you take the uh, general of all the podcasts we've done on Think Tank, they're talking about deep state and all this shit, and it. Maybe we should have, in hindsight, gone back and had done those Q things because maybe this would have helped our listeners along the way. But you, it's not like we're the only ones that would have done it. There's tons of right. shit on YouTube with right. Q and I. Just go back and start watching all of it. It'll all, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say we're going to do that because I think that's a huge undertaking. But yeah, what would be interesting is to go back and do some of the major dates when things have happened now, but go back and see those dates in previous years and how it fits. And it's so fucking perfect. You couldn't do this. If you didn't have the technology and ability to do it, you couldn't, how could you do it? I mean, you know what I mean? And then, and then on top of it, Trump's tweets, I know all every oh you shouldn't be tweeting. If you go back and coincide tweets with shit that Q's putting out, all these dates and, and the times that the tweets come out, they all are fucking aligned, dude. It's so weird. It's the weirdest mm-hmm. thing in the world. I don't know how you could do it unless it was planned perfectly. Right. And you had prior, prior knowledge. I mean, you couldn't do this any other way. Anyways, I guess let's cross our fingers yeah. and hope that uh, it's not. So basically, be quarantined. Expect it to be what it is and... Just hope on the other side of your quarantine, if it actually happens. Things get good. Things are good. But, I mean, so me and Dave may not be able to podcast for two weeks. We'll podcast fucking by phone. You know, we'll figure something out. I'll call the hotline. Yeah. we may. That may be the only way we can do this, too. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, you know. We'll see. Worst case scenario, maybe we we sneak you over here (laughs) amidst the quarantine. Yeah. We'll have to dig a tunnel. <laughs> yeah. You just drive. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just take the back roads. Right. Who knows? Maybe they're going to have them at the fucking border. Yeah. <laughs> Can't cross. I don't know. I We'll see. Everything will be up in there. But Everything this will one will okay. come out, and we'll see what happens. And we'll go from there. Once again, today was March 20th, Friday. 20, yeah, 2020. 2020. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. All right. Uh, I'm out. Yeah. Till next time, Dave. Peace.
Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back, Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. So there I am in my car, listening to shitty music. And I ask myself the tough questions. Why am I listening to the same song over and over again when I could be listening to the D2R Podcast Network? And is it true that he who smelt it dealt? And why the fuck did the chicken cross the road? And what the hell is on Joey's head? I wonder if Yoko Ono saw yesterday, today. I wonder if tomorrow was yesterday. Rockford reference. The D2R Podcast Network. Live for today. Or yesterday.